This episode of the Side Individuals Podcast is brought to you by Tired. Tired! I'm so tired. The Side Individuals Podcast. Well, I mean, like, I mean, to be honest with you, I guess it's like a really open conversation um, in that way. So it's like, yeah, I mean, for me personally, yo, like, us having that talk the other day too, it was, um, yeah, man, dog, I don't know, man. People just, people just connect, man. And like, like when sometimes you connect with people, it's like, you really, you really go to cherish it and like, it becomes like a part of your life. And I guess people become a part of you in a kind of way. And then I think sometimes, sometimes things get fractured and it's like, um, when that kind of happens, it's kind of a, it's funny, like, it's like one of those like small traumas that happen. That's like really subtle, and I think it got very unnoticed with a lot of people. But like, um, it might have been something simple, but it kind of like make everybody kind of go in like a different um, direction. And it kind of was one of those things that like that whole time period for me was like the moment that I realized that like you weren't even like um, you and I weren't close anymore. It was like the moment that I was like, Jono, like. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It was just kind of like, yo, in a really, life never really feel a certain kind of way. Like, my own personhood as like a person, I just never really feel good about it. Like, and it was just one of those things where it's like, yo, after a while, you kind of think to yourself, yo, it's either you work on yourself or work on like why things were that way. And then take responsibility for my own self, where it was like, you know, my own involvement in the way in which everything kind of went on. I didn't really like accepting it. And like, after I was able to even accept that, it's like me coming to you and talking to you was like, really, I just wanted to really be like, more like, yo, you know, um, if I've ever done anything that you feel aware about, like, you know, I'm sorry about that, you know? And I think that that's like one of the things about like, um, I guess also like, like we're getting old and stuff like that. So I always kind of, um, worry about like the whole how much older we get and like are we like really learning like the lessons that we need to learn or like am i really learning the lessons that i need to learn and for me it was like just coming to you like really transparently and saying this is how i felt was just kind of yeah i don't know i just kind of looked at it like you know this is something i've never really done before and i think that's a part of like kind of just coming of age, you know, just like realizing that you just need to kind of have a home conversation and not be so in your head about how you feel or do you feel like you're this kind of way? Do you feel like this is the way the situation is? You, you know, you just don't know. You're just in your own mind. So it was like, I was wanting to come and talk to you, you know? Um, yo, that being said, that was very <coughs> hard for me to say. I was feeling with my, my headphones the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, but like I appreciate, and it was actually something that I was praying to do as well. But I don't. I feel like, um, I think I've been through certain situations where I don't know. I mean, Matthew, you've known me longer than 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 um Mark Artage, right? So. It's like when I was in high school, do you what how like did I do I seem dra- dramatically different from then or mm, like, 
like why you why why you mean the math is different? I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like there was a point in high school. There's a point in high school, probably around third form or fourth form, when yeah. I got really depressed. Okay. And um. And I don't know. I feel like I, there was a time when I was a lot more. I mean, even now, like even the difference between Edna and now, I mm. feel like I was a lot more enthusiastic about things. And mm-hmm. um, a lot more outgoing, and okay. a lot more. Um, yeah, I don't know, and I just feel like the older I get, is just the more focused off I am, the less outgoing. And- mm. I mean. For me personally, to answer like the question you're asking about, like in high school, I kind of feel like because I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk from like a perspective of like I, I knew every single action that you made in high school because oh, yeah, I still no, think no, no. Still like no, I don't, I don't even say it in that way. I'm more saying it in terms of like in my in my speaking about this is like one of those things where I remember how we met. Like we met kind of like later in like the time we had at Woolmans, you know? And I kind of remember it distinctively because it was like, I think when we were in first or third form, the way things were set up is that you kind of hung out more closely with people within your form. Yeah, yeah. And then people that you kind of knew before. And I think in a kind of way, it was like, when we all got into the art room, it kind of became this thing where like, I don't know, like I feel like everybody had their own kind of characters and like had their own kind of sub kind of like collectives or groups in the even in the art room and stuff but i always kind of like identified you as the person that like you kind of traverse to everything and like i think everybody had this like genuine and like big respect and it was like this thing that um i was actually just very honored that we actually had conversation because you used to like basically push me to like continue working even when I was just like, yo, I kind of don't really want to do this anymore. I was thinking of dropping out the art, like the art program one time, and then you were just like, no, come sit down. Let me show you how to do this whole thing. And like, I think it started out more as you being like a nurturing person to a lot of people and like very nurturing to me. And that's what really drew me to you as like a friend, you know? So it was like one of those things where, um, I think I looked at those qualities far more than anything else, actually, the whole time I've known you. To be honest with you, like, there's, there's other qualities I know that you've struggled with. It. And I guess sometimes when you come to me and you talk to me about it, like back in the day, like when we got to Edna, when we got much closer, but also within the art room, when you would kind of express yourself, I would listen keenly. And those were the moments where I got insight into what you were going to. And that was like when, I guess, <clears throat> you would hear other people around the campus or in art, the art room. They would talk about it can like depression, but then I would always kind of be like, well, you see, there are some people who knew it came from first to fourth form or third form, and they really understand it. I don't think I really fully understood that you had things that you were dealing with. Not saying that they're like curses or you know, not saying that there are things that you definitely can't um, overcome or anything. It was just kind of things that you started to open up to me more, and I think that's when we became friends, you know. And so for me, it was always just kind of like, I think I always had this vibe towards you. It was like, I kind of want to protect 
you in a kind of way too, like in terms of your best interest, because I always kind of felt sometimes like I would hear people kind of be like, you know, yo, it came the person came this, but I'm just like, yeah, but that's not all it came is. You know what I mean? Like, it came is a very creative person. No, I mean, it's not about people. It's more just kind of like, you know, if somebody kind of have a, has like a blanket overview of a person, or they'll just be like, they don't really know a person and they're not starting to connect with another person. So they have this blanket. They just have these blanket opinions just based off of what they see. But it's not that people would have pegged you or put you in a position. It would have just been like, maybe you would express something and then somebody would say, you're the sum total of like the feelings that you're expressing and you're not, you know, like, and I think us having that collective or that grouping allowed us to kind of see the more that each person was made of, particular with somebody that I kind of just grew particular kind of affection for because I was just kind of like, yeah, you know, sometimes people don't really understand. They kind of misunderstand you. And I can relate to that because I feel that a lot as well too, but that was how I felt towards you. So in terms of answering your question about like a dramatic change, I think one of the best things that I don't really see, there are certain qualities about you that have not changed and they're great qualities. And there are certain other qualities that I've seen you pick up because you've actually put in the hard work. Like you actually, I see you take on projects, I see you do things and you things that nobody not doing. And it inspired me. I think that was a big part of our group too. There was like that inspiration, like you were doing these things and like we were very inspired too. And like everybody was inspired. Everybody was like reaching deeper into themselves, believing in like a creative idea or even a creative vision. So, I mean, I don't know. I think I'm rambling on too, but I kind of think like, I don't know. I feel like you're on, you, you've been on your journey and you've grown so much. Like, I, I don't, I think you're so adventurous. I mean, you're still doing the same stuff now. Like, you just do stuff that nobody else is not doing. And you're very bold about it and you're just creating. I don't know. Maybe I'm the wrong person to ask. Maybe I didn't hear this conversation from before and I come in late. But okay. I hate to just make it, you know, I just kind of just expressing what I think, you know? So, anyway. Yeah. Right, man. I mean, I was just, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the reason I was asking that is um, just because I don't know, there are times when I'd feel like the, my younger self was better in a lot of ways. No, man, our younger self is trash, man. All of our younger selves are trash, bro. Come on, we, we cut that one right now, dog. Forget, forget that shit, dog. All of our younger selves are trash, bro. I know I was trash, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> you trying to go back there? You can't go, dog. That shit was trash, bro. Shit was trash. Dog, we're like Megazords. Dog, what the fuck, man? You can't go back. I'm sorry. Like, no, I'm just saying, like, you know. Dog, you can't go back to the younger self, dog. Just all directionless and feeble. You, I don't, you directionless know what? That's actually weird. Feeble. You yeah, know what's dog, actually weird, though? All young people. I actually yeah. felt... I mean, even though I feel, I mean, I can look at my younger self and see that like I was misguided in certain ways. Yeah. But I actually feel like I had, I don't know if it's just the enthusiasm of doing things. Yeah. I, feel I felt it. like I had more direction. I felt like. Yeah. You know what it is? It's that thing, right? I think what it is. I know what you're talking about. It can be that thing where, well, when you're younger, you kind of don't, you don't really, because you're not really, you haven't really been affected by like um, failure or disappointment as yeah. much. You kind of have this like 
much more open-ended like viewpoints of things like you feel like almost you can do anything like i remember when i was a kid like me and my brothers we were going to build a plane Mm-hmm. And we were 120% convinced that we were going to make this plane. We are like five, six, nine, whatever the hell, however the hell old we are. Um, years old. And we were going, to, oh, we're going to be, all oh, we need is some fan blades. We need some car. And there was no, there was no one who could tell us that, no, we're not going to build this plane. Mm-hmm. It was just like given. I mean, of course, we realized that we couldn't, but it wasn't like this crushing thing. In fact, it was something simple. It was like, Oh, we don't have enough of this. I guess we yeah, can't build it. Yeah, just that one thing. Just that one thing. The fact that like people have tried to, and I always remember that to this day. That oh yeah, we had that whole. I like that feeling. So I get what you're saying. Is that thing where you kind of that kind of naive innocence yeah. that kind of drives you to kind of yeah seek out any and everything, like without feeling any resistance without kind of like convincing yourself otherwise like you're not talking yourself down out of like it's like oh like you're thinking oh i want to make this an hour-long movie animated movie but no if you can, t- you can tell yourself that but like if you yeah, think no, you know, think about like, like oh man i'm gonna have to get you're gonna be like oh i need to get like a sound guy i need to uh oh they're gonna be like a million frames you just you start to like do all of the math before you even you haven't even like put pen to paper yet and you're already like listing all the ways that you've list um buckets and i i get it like you kind of want to get that back that innocence of like that naivety and kind of thing of like yeah i don't know whether this is possible or not but i'm just going to do it anyway like that's I I that's the, that's the thing of youth that that like of youth and just like children have that just kind of like at least i had i will say as, as a child and I, I get from ikem as well what he's talking about that he had that thing where he just had direction like he had direction in the sense of like Oh, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking and, about like, the hiccups or what could happen or what could go wrong. I'm just, yeah. And you know why that's useful? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's useful and, and it can hurt at the same time. But I think now it's like you used to be able to just start mm-hmm. and then maybe at, like maybe you're going through it and then like you start to like realize the scope and then you get that crushing feeling. So that's the negative part. Where you get a crushing mm-hmm. feeling, but just being able to start, like if you could somehow mix that energy to start with, like know your knowledge and like being able to look at things practically. Yeah, that yeah, would exactly. be a, a perfect combination. But it's like you know, no, I'm, I'm wondering if that's what the thirties are for. To what? Your thirties. I wonder if that's what your thirties are for. I don't know. I've just been thinking about that. No, but there's that thing about the prefrontal cortex, and it only develops fully when you get to like normally the age range of like twenty six to twenty eight. And like, like when that develops, it kind of is like this thing called crystallized knowledge. So basically, Mm -hmm. like you you would have been best to have made many actions before, so that you get this kind of crystallized process going of like how things work and don't work. Yeah. Mixed with like still like a lot of like the imaginative centers that you bring. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, sorry, I feel like I did cut you off, Dutash. Yeah, no, I was just saying that. I think I was kind of like I think you were giving a more like scientific yeah. version of what I was saying. But I guess what I was saying is like the um the kind of childlike whimsy of like the first ten to twelve years of your life, and then the crushing doubt and <laughs> realism of like your teen, your teenage to like twenties. I feel like your thirties is 
if you harness that enough, this is just my complete random theory. If you harness that enough, you can kind of take both of those things. So the, the whimsy of your childhood and the, and the crushing thing, and I kind of find this balance. As I guess that's why I've just been hearing all these people say, oh, your 30s are like the best times of it. Cause it's just like when you kind of really fully form as it thinks. Yeah. I don't know. I just, as while we're just talking, I just thought about that. If that's maybe if that's a thing where you, you kind of just learn know how to balance, balance the two of like, oh, this is a great idea of where I want to go to. And then, okay, yeah. here's the reality of it. And here's how I can like, use my adult brain to organize the whimsy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's the thing though, you know, that even to talk about the, the thing about, um, being young and having that direction. You're absolutely right. I can agree with you on that. Like you, mm-hmm. uh, I can see what you mean about like when you're young, you kind of feel like you almost plot your entire life out in front of you. Like you kind of think to yourself, you know what would be cool since I'm already in this like interest or that like, zone of interest of like arts. I want to do this particular thing. And you start to look up what this thing is and you start to get involved with yourself and watch all these videos, you start to do all that stuff. And you get really into it and you start making your trials and stuff like that. Yeah. And my whole thing is that I feel like you develop <clears throat> a certain compass of like how to get there as the time goes by, which is why I really support young creative people doing stuff. Like I feel like for me personally, it's like one of those things where it's like, if you have that kind of thing going on and you have that time period that you're still in, you should do things. And then it's like, you kind of like learn. And then you can develop like a certain kind of direction. But then for me, it's like as a youngster, as a youth, I kind of feel like I was more feeble or I kind of like look back at my own self and kind of say, I was more feeble in that I probably did some of those things that people do know back then where I'd be like, yo, this is not going to work. And it's because of this and I don't want to even try. And I was a lot more like iffy and second guessing about my creativity when I was younger. And I always kind of put other people kind of like above me. Like I'll be like, you know, that person is like really a creative person. Like I'm not really that, you know what I mean? Like I don't really, I can't do that. Like that's not, and I would kind of put myself down. So I kind of feel like it differs for people too. And I feel like that's kind of part of the magic of it too, because everybody has like a particular formula of how this life is supposed to go or what they're trying to manifest. And I kind of truly believe in that. Like I feel like there's like an imprint on everybody and like, that's kind of why I don't know. Like I kind of, I don't really look back at any time period and say, boy, it's better. And like, oh, Jano, if only, if only I didn't do this, if only I didn't rap when I was 20, you know, I think about it all the time, but yo, honestly, I suck, I suck then and I suck now, you know what I mean? So I probably never be there and a rapper, you know what I mean? But at, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things where it's like, you go through the years of just doing it and you do stuff and then you kind of just get to the point where like, Yo, after a while, like Taj said, you get to your 30s, you're like, okay, cool, this is it. You know what I mean? I think when you're young, sometimes it's like, you don't ever, like, get this idea in your head sometimes about how you're going to ground this into a career and stuff like that. And that's the beauty, because, like, you're not doing this creative process with the money involved or the career involved. And then eventually you start thinking about a career. And then that's, like, the rest of that part that you, you're admiring was only, like, 15% of potential is the rest of your life. And it could never be the best part, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that'd be crazy. I hope not. Shit. Sorry, I didn't mean to curse. No, 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 it's fine. Um, 
yeah i mean what's crazy for me well yeah you build you you don't think about the career part um and it's well i'm 20 what am i i'm 27 right likewise so it was really i when out when we were at edna i was freelancing mm-hmm. but even when i was freelancing i wasn't necessarily thinking of like the money and i realized i was in a weird position because it's kind of like i was doing things that people didn't usually do until after school mm-hmm. but um and i get and i mean and that that was cool in the, in the fact that i got experience and i got like um a, a good look maybe not like the whole breath but like because i had been able to rub hands or rub shoulders with people who were like doing it and like in the news and stuff it's kind of like yeah. all the um we call it disillusionment like i just realized how it wasn't as great as people thought it was yeah, I mean, you are early look into that into that yeah. world yeah so like mm-hmm. yes. when you're in high school and you're pre up people doing all these things and you're like yo jeno only i can do it and then by the time you do it you're like oh these people are just people and you know it's not that it's really what you make of it is not like yeah you know what i mean and then yeah, it was exactly. only really until um last summer when i was staying over at mark's where i and i was watching gary v and all that stuff gary v mentioned again but um, yo, this guy, yo, that i was <laughs> that i really actually started to think practically about turning um making things into a business because mm-hmm. you know, i mean i was just thinking of myself as a practitioner this whole time and i was just learning and you know i do projects but i was really just learning through doing projects and then him talking about thinking of yourself as a media company mm-hmm. and what that means like creating content and doing things that you're passionate about that people can learn from and that you know everybody's a unique voice and you know just because there's other people doing the same thing doesn't mean that your voice isn't necessary or needed or wanted you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that kind of yeah. and bef- and uh, to be honest like going through and doing freelancing from edna i feel like i was burnt like i burnt myself out a couple times good because in my head i was like i'm not getting to sink my teeth into these projects because it's client projects and i can't really do the things i want to do um i make some money from it but at the end of the day the money not really worth it like i'm miserable you know what i mean and yeah it was the first time just really preying like i i we had done like tried to make short films and like had ideas for music videos and stuff but it was the first time really looking at like okay what are the things that i am good at like 
innately and how can I like aim that like target that towards something that will be useful for more than me like I never really thought about that before I was just thinking about yeah. making cool stuff you know what I mean that's what I mean dog like when you're young dog that's, that's enough and that's good too when you're young but then it's like you get older and then you're just kind of like oh alright alright you know what let me either create an exact separation where I'm doing the stuff that I, I just think are cool and I'm putting them out or not putting them out I'm just making them and then I have a career but then at the same time don't think that I am saying this from my opinion I just know it's like one of those unfortunate universal truths that is just like it is what it is but then it's like I don't really feel like every, anybody and everybody have to live within that I don't think everybody has to make that people could could like like what they're doing and like what they're creating and putting out something that they think is cool that's also their career and I think that's like what Gary yeah, yeah. V you know I think that's what kind of what Gary V <laughs> is showing people or showing us <laughs> I think but I think it's the truth though I think that's what he's showing people though like he's just showing them like yo it might be a separation at first where you're doing like a thing to kind of earn a little and then you're still working on your, your dream and then at some point they meet in the middle or it could be a thing where you decide to yo no I'm not in none of those things those client jobs but I just do my dream and then while you're working on a dream this one client job comes through and you're like alright it's not a bad I'll do it you know it's yeah. like it just kind of end up being this thing where it's like it end up like an automatic flow than being so much like you trying to trying to set your blinders on in this particular way that's what I've learned at least personally where I'm just kind of like yo I'm not giving up on the things that I want to do like I'm sorry like, I just not you know what I mean because I'm stubborn but then it's like I say yo I'm not doing this thing for nobody I'm going I'm going to respect myself and then the job comes in I'm like oh this is not bad let me try it you know what I mean, I mean? that's life still but I think the stubbornness is I think that's the right way to go about it because to be honest like if you if you just give up on the thing and it's the thing that you really want to do like what kind of quality of life you really like you're just living to survive at that point and then you know what I mean like yeah, I, don't know. I don't know if it like personally for me like I feel like that's not worth it Nah, it's not. That's why I think you just have to hold things lightly sometimes. I think like it, even us as like freelance artists, or artists rather, that do freelance gigs every now and then, we get to hold things lightly. We get to hold people and corporations lightly for a second. It's like, I guess that's like one thing is like, you know, you can either decide to not do any at all or you just hold them very lightly. I think it's like, it's unfortunate when I see people who kind of made this decision in them head like, yo, it's just not going to happen for me. Boom, I just want to do this thing because boom, I just want to... And then, it's, and then you can hear them talking very defeating, like they're defeating them own self while they're talking. It's like, but you don't want to say that to them and they're like, yo, why you... You're just like, ah, oh, respect, bro. Like, that's what you're going to do? All right, cool. I appreciate and respect that. But I know for me, I'm like, yo, nah, man. Nah, it's nah. And, and you can't only be with your own self. It's like you end up becoming this thing where you end up realizing you really can't only make your own self. It's like you have to look deeper in your own self and be like, channel. Like if I don't actually pursue this thing, I might actually not want to continue pursuing this whole thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, get me. All right, cool. Yeah, boy. To be honest, that's even why you know it's weird. So I was on a job um on the weekend, like as just on a set. Um, yeah. as an assistant director for Jeremy and them. Um, and him, I was supposed to keep him on time, like with certain shots. And yeah. I was showing him the clock on my phone. And I didn't even realize it because a couple months ago, I changed my wallpaper, my lock screen wallpaper to this Gary V quote. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to die. Yeah. <laughs> like I turned, it, I turned the clock to him and I was like, yo, we have five minutes. And then it turned off and I turned it back on. And then it was just like, you're going to die. <laughs> and it was like, yo, what go on, dog? Like... <laughs> You snap back to reality at the same time. You're just but, like, what, what am I doing? But yeah, I mean, the reason why I keep it on there is because I feel like I forgot that at one point. I was like, it's like basically him was saying, yo, listen, a one thing you have, you know, one shot you have, you know. So mm-hmm. you better you do the thing that you're going to do because yeah. you mean, there's no going, coming back. Is it me? And you don't want to reach 50 and then you can't physically do it again. And yeah, you can physically do it at 50. I mean, sure. yeah, but like, you get me. Like, it's just that thing. Not like, not you don't want to reach 90 and like in the hospital yeah. bed and you literally can't do it again. Yeah, well, then yeah, in that regard, yeah. then I can't really argue with that. But then, yeah. yo, John, if, if only. See me? Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what Gary V always say. That's what some yeah. people say. You know what I mean? Like you're going that old person. The religion of Gary V. <laughs> Yo, I'm not for this. I'm not for this at all. I don't think we're going. One of the things I've realized, you go into an old home and you ask these people if they regret anything, they say they regret that they didn't do more of their life. Hey guys, we're still here. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You no, what? Nothing to apologize about. I, I think we're apologizing actually because we've been kind of just like in the background this whole time. I'm missing out on. Oh no. Oh, I want to tell you guys a joke, but I don't want you to feel sad. What kind of joke are you going to tell? No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I didn't. When, um, when Matthew came, I looked at my, at the, um, my recording thing and yeah. I realized that my voice wasn't recording. So you guys were being recording, but my voice wasn't recording. That's so hilarious. when he started recording my voice after Matthew, um, when Matthew came, after he started talking. So, oh, so we just, probably so can't use the first uh, <laughs> But it's cool. <laughs> I didn't say anything because I didn't want to like stop the conversation. I think, we, I mean, we still can use a lot of it. So your voice is being recorded now? For, yeah, for... yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, so you guys want to actually talk about the theme of the pod? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the theme is fake. I, I will lead since I was the one who suggested it. Um, not lead, just introduce. So the reason why I asked to talk about fame initially was from a conversation with um, Tony, previously known as Money Tony. Previously. Oh, Previous. The artist for no longer, no longer Money, Money Tony. No. <laughs> He said he was going to change his name to Tony now. Uh, I see. More grounded. <laughs> it, it, I mean, uh, isn't that his actual name? People. No, 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 no. It, wait, hold on. <laughs> Tony is his actual name? Oh, no, his name is Anthony. Ah, right. I, see. I, see, I see. I see the move. <laughs> his actual name is Money Tony. Name, but his real name is Money Tony. Okay. <laughs> but it was. It was. He changed it. 
to, to wait, just wait, 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 hold on. He he actually made his name. He legally had his name Money Tony. Matthew, yeah. you're, you're delving too deep into this. The man with Money Tony, I know he's Tony. Okay, it right, was just cool. a fact of life. Yeah, it was just a fact. Alright, now I forget I wasn't up on this. Alright, cool, cool, cool. In terms of fame, have you guys um listened to Logic's new song Keanu Reeves? No. You need to listen to it. It's he's technically talking about, you know, of course he's the best, but he also says <laughs> um, <laughs> that um in 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 a part of his song he says that he's avoiding fame because that thing can um it can push you over the edge. So sometimes you have to avoid it to keep grounded. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to be fully transparent. I am in no way, shape, or form a fan of logic. I'm just saying, in terms of like, the but I understand what you're saying. Fame, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Concept of fame, yeah. Um, and how? What do you perceive as what fame is? What is fame to you? Well, right, well, here's that's the thing. So, Money Tony, he was saying that I was famous, mm-hmm. and I said to him, "No, I'm not." Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Tony. Mm. said that I was famous. I said, no, that I wasn't. And he was saying, he insisted that I was. But you are. So you think that. No, I know that regardless, if you do not think that you're famous, if other people think you're famous and you're famous, because I can just say the henna guy and people know your page. I think that was the argument that he was making as well. Um, because fame is not about if you think you're famous enough because there are plenty of people who think they're famous but people everybody else can say no you're not we don't care about you fame is for people in hand it's like democracy people decide it it's like mm. people who decide what's popular what's important it's a, it's something that's based on society rather than the individual if you set your mind out to be famous that's fine but only the people can decide if you're famous. Well, here's the thing. I was, I, I think that there is a difference between fame and popularity. But fame and popularity go alongside each other. No, but I'm not disputing that. That's fine. But that there is a difference. Um, so how would you differentiate popularity and fame? Okay. I think one of the things about fame mm-hmm. is monetization. Mm-hmm. Like I think a person is famous can attach their fame to something that probably didn't exist before. Like if they, if they started, like, I'm going to keep it simple. Like if I was famous, I could start selling fans mm-hmm. and I could brand them as henna threads mm-hmm. and there would be some amount of guarantee that they would sell just because of my name. Right. But I couldn't do something like that now. Why not? Because that's not what people care about. It's not my name that they mm-hmm. care about. Think that Devil's advocate. Mm. Have you tried? Have you yeah. tried? To yeah. Them? To be honest, to be honest, I get, I get what. Yeah, I don't think I get what. Yeah, that I don't think that's a. You haven't said anything, Tash. What are you saying? I don't think that's a good argument. I think no. that the fact that you, yeah, what Ikem says, have you tried? I guess when Ikem says, have you tried? I guess he means that like your perception is that people wouldn't buy a fan with just henna threads on it. But that's you what you believe, that. and that's your perception. But yeah, as as Victoria is saying, you don't. It could very well be. All right, here, here's the thing. Like, I could even say that. I remember when um, me and Randy were doing J Inc. Clothing brand back when we were in college. You. And I remember we were doing like, oh, like my thing was to make, oh, we're going to do these artworks on, on, you know, these shirts, whatever, whatever. I remember the shirt that sold the most was just the logo. 
The yeah. logo shirt was the one. Of course, it's an artwork still. So sure, we can use that. But the shirt that sold the most was the logo, which to me was just like, people don't even know what this is. This isn't even like, why Why is everyone so... Because, because the brand, people like, it doesn't like, yeah, they know that we do this art thing and we do all these photo shoots. But at the end of the day, people like attaching themselves to brands. It's the reason why Supreme, Supreme basically uses that whole thing. Like... Like they literally lean into that, like they literally put the logo on a crowbar. On right. A, on so a, you know, you say that so popularity are two different things. They are a product of each other. Hold on, hold on. I, there were two things that I was saying, and I didn't complete one. And you guys um, touched right. on it. The first thing that I was saying was that I wasn't famous. I had changed my, I had changed my opinion about that mm-hmm. to some degree after another. Um, experience that I had downtown with Matthew meeting some foreigners, mm-hmm. right? But I haven't changed my opinion on popularity and fame being different and like the monetization. Like I gave you guys an example a while ago as to what I was thinking back mm-hmm. when I thought that I wasn't quote unquote famous. famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That example can still be applied to persons who aren't actually famous, but people who are still popular. I'm not going to name the person because I don't want to say it over the the air right now. Or it can if you, when 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 you when you air this, you can edit out the name of the person, please. But a person who is extremely popular right now but could not attach any money to their name mm-hmm. is Brad. Brad. Oh, okay. Why? But him sells stuff. No, they don't really sell though. He does try. Oh. Okay. Then he's not popular. No, he's popular. Okay. Wait, is he? Which circle is he popular? Famous. Or that he's well known. That's what popularity is. Okay. The thing is, no, the thing is though, the reason, and it's not that I disagree with you, man. It's just that, like, I think there's a big thing also about, like, being popular and being liked. Like, it can be popular. <laughs> You can be, you can be infamous. infamous. You ain't popping on the gram, bro. Yeah, Yeah, like I, I personally think I get what you mean, but um, no, I wasn't even trying to direct it towards him. Stop saying name, Tajul. No, 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 no. And I don't mean to, I don't mean to cut anybody because I want to clear that part of it. It's not that I think that he's not liked. I don't know that for a fact. But what I was trying to say is that I think that if you offer a product and it's a product that is especially something that people are very into at this current time, and it's not working out for you. It may be because maybe many people know you, but they don't really mess with you like that. And that happens. Like that happens all the time. Like people can know a person. People can know Azela Banks and they know Azela Banks like heavy, heavy, heavy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know Azela Banks. I love Azela Banks music, but I don't think she's really getting the kind of support that she really he's looking for right now because she's looking for the wrong kind of support you know like she kind of you know, i'm coming from a marketing perspective um that person that you mentioned could be famous but he just sucks at marketing and that's why mm-hmm. his stuff isn't selling and and i mean listen it's a perfect example is kim kardashian came out with um like a line of no kylie jenner came out with a line of um a cosmetic line 
it wasn't marketed properly. Marketed properly, it didn't sell as much as it would with her sister. Doesn't mean that she's lost her fame. It means that she needs to change her strategy. The reason why um, most people think once you're famous and you sell something, we're using your example of the selling, right. not saying everything. The reason why that probably wouldn't sell is most people think when you're famous and you put something out there, it's gonna sell off fast. But the thing is, if you don't give that customer an experience along with them wanting to be a part of your community you are not going to sell. So that's why that person can be popular, but if their stuff doesn't sell, it doesn't necessarily range on their popularity. It ranges on how they sell their items, their customer service, how they get their products to the person. Because um, as I said, people think once you get popular, I'm gonna sell t-shirts. Yeah, but are you selling quality shirts? Are you, are you doing it on time? Are you doing this? And if people have bad experiences, no matter how much they love you and how much pain they give you, because they will stick, still stick to you, they may not recommend your products to somebody else. So, it, so with that person that you mentioned, it's not a matter of their popularity, but it could be what they're selling and how they're selling and how they're putting it out there. Because if, even if you weren't famous, and you are good, a few good people, and you decided to sell your fan with henna threads on it. If you give them great customer service, you are going to get customers along the way. If you provide an, an offer and market yourself properly, you would probably make more money than the person who is quote unquote famous because of what you put out there and how you put it out there. That's why you can't really use selling off as a matter of fame. And why I go back to the point where fame is not a decision you make it's a decision I people that make part. yeah and I never people people that. make so you mm. can be famous yeah. without that yeah that's it yeah mm. but that's a, that's the decision that's the direction that I, I had intended for the um conversation to go in last week even though we kind of skirted it in a way yeah yeah, yeah. it's a good topic it seems short now that Victoria's here. <laughs> no, yeah, she dropped in the gym. Done. I, I do marketing, guys. Just yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, all right. So, Predis, Zine. Yeah. Z- Zenith. <clears throat> I'm sorry. No. All right. So, what? Seth Godin. <laughs> Seth Godin always uh, mentioning this thing about tribes, right? You get uh, like finding Seth your tribe. Finding your tribe, right? Mm. And um, yeah, I think the internet is um interesting because you know Victoria's uh recommending running ads and stuff earlier. Um, something that I'm definitely going to do, but I, like uh, and I've given a lot of thought to who might like what I'm doing, and more than actually knowing who it is, because I. I mean, the honest truth is I don't really know until I, I do it, until I try to send out ads and see if they work. But I think it's exciting to find out who those people are because I might find something that's surprising, maybe like Scandinavian fishermen or, or um, Russian uh, yeah. midwives yeah, might, might like my, my stuff. Because you were talking about, you know, if you lost followers versus if you gained followers with your new content. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if, suppose I just find some weird connection that I would have never thought about in a thousand years, but like a bunch of them just fucking is like, whoa, you know, yeah, that, I feel like that's, that's cool in a way. Cause it like you, you're learning things about the world and maybe even about yourself. 
Exactly. <laughs> so, no, but that's the thing. You know, that's a, that's a shift, though. Like that's a shift for the paradigm, though, because I feel like now, like once upon a time, it used to be like if you had what somebody would have deemed like, yo, this person has this thing. I'm gonna run this person through the machine that I am previously being. I am is like the one person who was a point person to so-called discover this person. I'm going to run you through this machine and present you through all of these like particular networks so that you can achieve this like global popularity. And then you never really have social media, so you could be doing all sorts of crap and, and rubbish. Like because we've been doing crazy stuff. And I man is famous, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Bill Cousin. Bill Cousin. Oh right. But it's like no, it's like one of those things where it's you know what it's like it came is like that time when you did the remix to the Metronomic song, um, you broke yeah. free. Ooh. And if you if you think about it, dog, like Metronomy would not have thought that a group of kind of like very unique-minded individuals in Jamaica, or like not unique, but like kind of like fringe. You know what I mean? Like we're into different kind of music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They would. They first off would not have known that there's a huge group of people in Jamaica, Jamaica who are into different kind of music like that. Because maybe they're just not really privy to Jamaica. Yeah. Then they wouldn't have thought that a youth at art school at Edna Manley College would have been so into their music that they would have done a remix. And then they email you or they send you a message. Yeah, yeah. Because for them, they, that must have been like, yo, like, this is the power of the music that we're making. And this is the internet that we have now where we can actually receive this remix as well as contact this person. And those were early days, you know? And I think that's kind of the yeah. shift of paradigm now where I think I heard Frank Ocean say it one time and it was just like, it's all about momentum because it's like, once you keep going and you keep putting stuff up and you keep going and you keep going, you start to kind of give more content to the audience that really appreciates you. And that's why Patreon works so well too because like Patreon is like... <laughs> sorry, reason? No, no, never mind. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I was saying that's why that's why even Patreon works so well too because it's like there's these audience that like really not only are they like interested in your stuff or they scroll by and then see and then like it. They're like, Oh man, like I need this. Like this is something that speaks to me. I want more of this. I want yeah. to support it. I go follow it. I go like it. I go also support some Patreon. I go also do this other I mean in a way I feel like everybody gets in their own fifteen Seconds of fame, like Andy Warhol did say, but it's like it's not like one time where it was a fame overlords that got picked by the one and two PR people and managers or people that had all the connections and ran them to the machine. Now it's like you can just take up your device and you can just really express your ultimate truth. And I do feel like when you get to a place where you're able to translate the ultimate truth, you get a lot of love for it because you kind of look authentic in yourself and people are watching that. So like, I don't know. I just saying all that to say basically like, I think the paradigm has just shifted, and I feel like, even though I went into this conversation personally thinking that like Mark was gonna basically be able to show how people are being ignorant and saying this famous thing, I actually can agree actually with some of the other points, Mark. That like, yeah, I mean, you put your hand on third stand up, right, dog? Because you really. Yeah. For a lot of people, that's still no damn fun. Take this thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> not understand, dog, because you're really doing something that people appreciate. Dog. Like, people see your images, it's not just like the patterns on the henna, it's not, it's the models, it's the, the way you're shooting them, the stories you're telling. Like, and there's people out there that are like, oh my god, anything for this dude to continue producing. 
Like, I just, I need this guy to continue giving me this content. I love it. It's probably something in DNA, like, I just love henna. And you're just doing it for them, you know? So, yeah, man, this is an interesting conversation, actually. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think the thing is, is, like, we think about fame in, like, the old... I think right now we still kind of think about fame and like even just from the 90s early 2000s like what the framework of that was back then like we look at fame as this kind of yeah large i'm kind of i'm actually say kind of large overlordish way like michael jackson but now fame is like anyone fame is everyone and anyone and i feel like i don't i think even more in the future i think it will be situations now where Fame will be kind of like what you were saying with Andy Warhol thing. It will be like these pockets of people and these pockets of situations. I don't think it's a pocket of people. Yeah, fame is fame isn't gonna be this like super large thing like it was anymore because it's it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll still probably have people who are like massively famous, but I think in terms of just like people having their moments and people having um, people who are who down because like if you think about it there are people who care I can just stop before I there, there can be people who care way more about like what oh. and maybe what they care about what um I don't know maybe they don't give a crap what Drake does but they care very deeply for what Mark does as Henna like you get me like to mm-hmm. them this person is way more I think there are already pockets of popularity already. I mean, because I mean, as famous as Mark is, there's a hedgehog out there that has a million followers and way famous. Let's talk about this egg, right? Because, yeah, yeah. if we talk about the same thing, let's talk about this Instagram egg. Egg? Yeah, okay, see, there's this egg there. Someone made an account, back to someone made an account. The hell you guys um, yeah, I'm gonna explain. Someone made an account that is basically just a photo of an egg, not a illustration, not like a stat. Literally, just a brown egg, a photo of a brown egg. And their goal was, hey, let's get this the most liked photo on Instagram, beating up Kylie Jenner. I don't know. It was like, I think the highest most likes was something like maybe 14 million or 30 something million, and they got to like 60 something million. Yeah, and it was just for like the the sake of just breaking. I don't know what the person's goal was or like intention, just but just kind of breaking it and like. Also, just kind of breaking the thing of what Instagram is about. Of course, Instagram is about like the best possible image you can put up to get, you know. And it was just an egg. It was literally just an egg. And they say like, "Yo, like this to make it the most liked photo." And it became it's now the most famous photo on Instagram. What, what did they do to 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 do it? They post. They made a profile. They just posted it. There was nothing. There was no. There was no big campaign. There was no whatever. It was literally just that. Like there was no. They didn't plug it anywhere. They just said, "Hey, let's do this," and it just picked. I just wait. They posted the picture and wrote in the comments, "Hey guys, let's get this." See here. Let's set a world record together and get the most likes post on Instagram, beating the current world holder held by Kylie Jenner, eighty million. We got this. That's it. But, That's it. It's, all right. But previous, I'm, I'm allowed to ask these questions. No, you're yeah. definitely allowed. Yeah, of course. Just, yeah. Previous to them posting it, mm-hmm. did the account have followers already? No, no. It was growing as it went along. Because when I came on this, it didn't even reach a million. When it started, it didn't even reach a million. But I want to know when the account started, how much it had at all. Every account starts at zero. That's not true at all, Victoria. Wait a second. You can no, every account every account starts at zero. If you can buy an account, that is right. Can. I want but the to thing know is, how much this egg specific 
account started like, at, it, uh, but no. if it's verified they check if you buy followers you don't get a verification check if you buy followers no not buying followers victoria like this could have been an account previous to being egg based like a famous that person. had a million followers already it didn't when i saw it it was in the thousands i'm not talking about when you saw it I'm but i'm saying i don't know i don't know but that's the question i'm asking so what does so it have to do with it reaching nine million you're not listening okay. because you're not allowing me to finish i'm sorry, I'm sorry. continue if the account mm -hmm. had a certain amount of followers already mm -hmm. then you can expect a certain amount of snowball effect which is how these things work mm -hmm. in fact what you guys told me is that it worked through a snowball effect mm -hmm. so i want to know how person saw the post in the first place based on how many followers the account had before they posted the egg picture but you guys I mean, okay. I mean it's kind of a weird question because it's yeah. like it kind of like if you think about it it's how how does any how does any viral thing start like but i'm not asking how it became viral i'm asking mm -hmm. what was the status of the account before it did all right so why on what basis i don't know i don't know that, for, does have, that does have um an effect on it whether we like it or not how it's so? not that oh I, no, I just genuinely want to know. Like if the, uh, Victor, yeah, right. wait, hold on, hold on, Victoria. You said that when you saw that post, you said it had a thousand or something followers already on it, right? Right. So I'm saying, if they already had people on it already, yeah. what does it have to do with them going viral? Like, are you saying the people on it shared it? Are you saying that the people who are on I don't it know if that's what they were did, probably ones who were most influential, so they were a part? All of, of those are potentials. Okay. But yo, Mark, let me tell you Inside something. Inside a trading. Yeah, I think, I think, I think you might be underestimating the power yeah, of It's not that I am. I just want to know the facts are. I'm only asking the facts. But oh, you know. no, we know, you know, we, ex we understand no, that. We're explaining that because you're asking where, the, okay, so for instance, we don't know for sure, but say for instance, the profile had 1,000 followers. Right. It started, it was about it at 1,000 followers and there's 1,000 um, people on it. Even with 1,000 people, the fact that an egg could get to 65 million from 1,000 is, like, is, is ridiculous. Like, the like yeah. if it was 1,000, it was 100,000. The mere fact that the account could grow exponentially in the matter of like, how long was it maybe? A month? A month. A month. Like, whatever it is. Like, even if it was, even if it was like a low number, I think, like, yeah, getting the facts of like how many people and how many people are behind it, whatever. I think, yeah. I think the matter of the fact is like, yeah, we have all these, you have these variables, maybe it could be some kind of hoax thing, maybe it could be some celebrity behind it, whatever, whatever the case may be. But to be honest, I think it's just one of those things where like so many viral things that happen is just genuine people's um, interest in looking at something that just is so, this is just bizarre and mm -hmm. hilarious and doesn't make any sense and we love it like yeah. there's just there's almost just like there's no gain there's no like purpose there's no presence maybe they'll, they'll probably monetize it or whatever in the end, the end but they're just like hey i'm going to do this completely silly thing which a lot of people have been now trying to follow maybe a lot of people did before but i think because it was so the thing is why i my theory of like one of the reasons why it got so popular is because it's something so bland so it's so inoffensive. Yeah. It's an egg. Like no one is offended by an egg. Yeah. Well, it's not an egg fried. I mean, no, even if you say like a vegan or whatever, if it's an egg, egg, it's not an egg fried. It's not an egg cracked open. It's not an egg hatching. It's literally just in an image of an egg. Okay. Unless there's some kind of religion where 
an egg <laughs> is Satan. I can't really imagine why someone would find an egg offensive. So it's almost like, and then just the goal behind it, it was just this ridiculous. I think it's just a very interesting, ridiculous test case in how yeah. people feel about the internet and popularity and like this whole thing. Like some people like it because it's hilarious. Some people like it because they don't like Kylie Jenner and they want a photo to do. Some people like whatever the reason may be, people are drawn to this thing. But I would like to know the variables. It's as simple as that. I'm just saying. I get, it, you know, I get, I get knowing the variables, you know, but I think. No matter how many, how many I also people, do not disagree with Tad. How many, I still would like to I know, know I know, but I'm just saying, no matter how many people it had starting out, the fact mm -hmm. that it, it was such, it even made the news in multiple places. Yeah, I guess, I guess our, yeah. our, I think our reaction to you saying that, it feels like you're, like, there's a mistrust. Like, it's like... Like I'm trying to discredit it. Yeah. yeah that's how that's how it that's no. how it feels. That's how it felt. No, okay. Mm -hmm. Someone tells you something that sounds remarkable, right? Mm -hmm. It's only natural that you'd want to know everything about it. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I wouldn't necessarily say that. I think for some people, well, some, people enjoy, some people enjoy some people enjoy the um the mystery, the, the mystery. The mystery of something. But some I people like to be some people like enjoy being in the some people enjoy being lighter. Some people enjoy just the amazement of things. Like, True. Like, like they don't want, like people see a magic trick, they don't necessarily want it. They don't really want to know how it was but done. Wanting to know does not equal discrediting the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, we know we that. get that, you know, but we're saying, we're just saying like, just even just for viewers, and I mean, for listeners and anyone else, you would just to clear that up so people, so both us and listeners understand what your intention is because it just sounds like that. It sounds like, okay. You know. But you know, one thing I would add to it though, Mark, is that like, I feel like there are some people in this world, like the person who created that profile, that they just understand, not as human psychology, but internet human psychology. And I say because the internet is like this place where it's like, the internet is kind of this place, you know, where it's like, them, it's like, it's kind of like a sefe kind of thing. It's like, you know. Yo, kind of thing? Okay. You know, when somebody says sefe, you know, it's like, yo, you keep oh, reporting, it's sefe. It's like really like it was just kind of like all right here. Oh, explain that here for, for, for explain people. that yeah because my last man. Yeah. So, so basically, it's just kind of like yo, better any money say I'm gonna post this egg oh. on Instagram, and I'm going to basically make people say yo, boom. I will basically say to people like yo, why is Kendall Jenner as famous as she is? You know what? Make we make this egg the like most famous thing. And that person understood internet human psychology because they understood like, yo, you know what? People are just want to be like some trolls right now and just go do this thing. Like that person probably in their head knew that this was going to work. They knew. I'm almost certain they knew. The same reason why I know little B knew that putting up I love you base God over and over would definitely work because people just kind of want to just be able to be like, yo, you know what? I will do this. I will definitely do this because this is just a thing that makes so much sense to me right now, even though it makes no sense, you know? I want to like, a pin, just a second. Matthew? Matthew? Yeah. Yeah, I want to stick a pin for just a second because Victoria says that she has to go. Bye, guys. I have oh. to. Victoria. Right, bye, Victoria. Thank you Thanks for joining us. Victoria, hold yeah, Take care. It was awesome. All right, guys, the reason why I was asking, because I'm going to walk her out. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah, no problem. 
Okay. Yeah, so should 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 these would if I go now, do you think you guys are going to continue until I return or should I just say good my goodbyes now? Oh, I don't know how long you've been gone. Probably going to be gone for like fifteen minutes, you can sense is right there. Oh you're walking here to New Kings, okay. Yeah. I thought you were okay. Um no we'll be here, I think. I would normally go too, don't. I mean we have for the last two. We don't have to. I think for future reference, podcast should be like an hour, 60 minutes max. An hour and a half is a really good conversation. People have attention spans. Yo, we're listening to Victoria. She knows, man. <laughs> actually, <laughs> you don't know this. You <laughs> don't know this. But yeah. actually knows best. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you go on her profile, you'll see that. My IG has Victoria knows best. That's why. Is that is that what Victoria it is? knows best? You know what, Victoria? I believe you. Right there, right? No. <laughs> I believe you. Oh gosh. Okay, guys. All right. All right. So come back, guys. All right. Cool. Then. Yeah. All right. I mean, you guys can hang up without me if you choose. Bye, guys. It was nice to meet you. Bye. It was nice to meet you. Take care. Yep, definitely following Victoria knows best. I think she knows best. Oh, this chair photo is really cool. What's that? No, there's a photo with like balancing on some stools. Oh, man, yeah. I don't even. But yo, you know what? You know what's a crazy pull quote from what she said? Though every account starts from zero. That was deep. That was like some new age internet parable. <laughs> or I mean, it's just the reality of how oh, that works. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you actually. Cable from the, from the hills <laughs> on the mountain top. It's Mark Zuckerberg coming off of like Mount Silicon Valley. Every account starts from zero. Murmurs from the audience. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we gotta get this on the story, bro. <laughs> get this. Um, um, yeah. So, Man. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so fam, I want to live forever. I want to learn yeah. how to fly. <clears throat> um, I kind of didn't write that song, did I? Damn, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I'm looking at flying in a whole different light now ever since. Yeah, yeah. I, know I haven't watched the documentary I'm, I'm yet. I feel scared. Oh, no, I, have, I, have, I mean, I don't need to. I, already, that, I mean, that nigga was already nasty anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I never, really, I never really listened to R. Kelly before, I guess. Yeah, it was, I mean, I was, I was, I, I mean, I, I definitely, I realized that, oh, I kind of, the, the remix ignition, I was like, oh, that's actually a song I kind of like. But I mean, I'm willing to give that up for, you know, someone who's a complete creep and disgusting cornball. Yeah, bro. I'm not uh, stepping in the name I love, bro. I'm not stepping in anything. No, not stepping in any. There's not stepping in anything. There's no. There'll be no more stepping. We no longer have feet. No, we have to. We have to. We have to, we have to kind We're of. We're not floating. Lightly, not flying either. Lightly, lightly, lightly tread. Lightly tread. Yeah, lightly tread in the name of. Yeah. We're not. We're not certain. And we're not uh, flying or soaring. We're not without any wings. We don't want any. No, no, no. I don't want no keys to no ignition. No, 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 no keys. We're just no. no. Uh, I don't even know. Need to know. I don't need to know your confessions. Is that okay? No, no, no. I don't. Okay. All right. I think that's okay. 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 All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. So the blah blah blah. blah. Well, you guys, you guys been pre making making shows. I'm trying to be, I've been trying to encourage people to make shows, yo. What do you mean? Like a YouTube show, like a tutorial show. 
Yeah, like make content around like the Gary V thing. Oh. <laughs> I've been evangelizing. Have you heard a word of Gary V that you should take your passion and create a show? Yeah, I'm, I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm quitting this thing. That is, you it. should take your passion and create a show. Create content every day shows. and engage your audience. No, that's okay. I'm chill. The V, the V. This is fun. This is fun. As this is as far as I'll go. I don't. I don't think I'll be. But you know, it really shows you know everybody is just into it. Not in that way as well. Let me at least say that. Not in the way that people would think. If I do yeah. make a show, okay. I'll say I'll say that. Yeah, exactly, mate. Everybody, we have so much access now, bro. Yeah, can. let me not let me not say I won't make a show, but it's not in the. No, but the two of you guys are right, though. The two of you guys are right, though, because it can be right actually about like then at least the idea of documentation is like that's kind of what this whole yeah. this internet thing is kind of showing us that like you're here and you're doing things where you're considering different topics and ideas through the use of art. Might as well put it up, you know, and. If you're gonna do it, you might as well put it under housing and run an entire kind of like media rotation on it where it's like you make your videos, you or, or if not, maybe you don't want to do videos, you make your audio, maybe you don't want to do audio, you make your like Nahari Wahib. Yeah. Nahari Wahib, she does her writing. And it's like that? for me oh, right, yes. Yeah, as in yeah, exactly. Nahari, like she does her writing and it's like for me it's like Yo, it's like she making a video, like when she put up those writings and all that, because it stopped me. I stopped for a second. And Wait, hold on. What's the name that you're saying? I feel like I'm getting Nari. confused. Nahari Waid. Is that how I pronounce your oh, name? No, that's not how it's pronounced. I'm but I so sorry, <laughs> Miss Waid. Damn, I feel stinks. Hold on. How you, hmm? how you spell that? Nahari Waid. Yeah, how you, how you pronounce, or pronounce it? Nira. It's N A. Y Y I R A H. Sorry, Miss. Sorry, Nero Wade. <laughs> that was funny. Like, I was like, "What is Matthew saying? Who's whose name is that?" You know, I keep. Yeah, it's my fault actually. I just oh, I, no, I, I, I poorly pronounce things when I read them. <laughs> my Wait, you were saying that you were saying that it's like every like. Yeah, it's like every time I see one of her posts, it's like a video. You know, it's like this is. Yeah, because she knows how much um, potency is in her one post, you know, and I think that's kind of it. It's like if you know your preferred medium, you can apply a lot of what Gary V saying to everything. Like he very much suggests videos. Like he's always like, "Yo, you're in the studio recording a song, pull out your phone mm-hmm. and put it on your stories." But mm-hmm. I mean, not everybody really, you know. Yeah, not I don't everybody. Think not everyone, everyone like engages with things in that way. Yeah, in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, see, I see that, but I think that I get the sentiment of like you know um use use what you have and create even if it's on the spot even if it's like you know give give something to your community give something to people but like yeah i don't think it's necessarily everyone's medium or everyone's and not even any way like oh um i'm too shy or like i don't think and it's not in any way like that maybe that's just not the way that they want to necessarily go about doing that yeah, maybe that's not what they're feeling. So yeah, I do. I agree with the sentiment of you. Know, just create, like, and you know, give what you give what is of you because it's unique to the world. But exactly. in whatever form that takes. So whether that's like an app, whether that's like a website that does, you know, catering. I don't know. Whatever it is that you have to give, just like give it. And then also you can like share with the community and with you know with your people, like, oh, what you know, how I did this, or like, you know, what yeah. you know, like. 
or even like even if you're not doing that but it's even just them having something to look to to kind of get you know some kind of idea or stand because i i consider as all people have to look to um on how they structure things and how they do things it's like oh okay like and get an understanding of how to approach things just by observing other people so even if it's just like even if you just put that thing out oh now i understand the structure of how that works you know so it's not necessarily that you're like you know like you know fully copying that person or like taking what that person did but you're like looking at the structure of how they went about that and like building on that or improving on that or like you know um applying what can be applied to you so i think that's that's always like you know and then one day you too may have like a famous a famous egg on your on your instagram profile yeah exactly that's what the egg is though the egg, the egg is a metaphor of potential bro like it's the potential oh, inside egg. that egg no inside the egg inside the egg Gosh. this yeah. is the, the this is the life the life seed mm-hmm. through which anything can hatch into the world or not even but just be for that moment you know me, you know you're talking about a Kylie Jenner egg right like that's yeah, what, no, that's deep. That's dog, I'm telling you bro that egg is like it's like little bee bro like these things are amazing dog they show us who we really are you know I'm Yo, going to did we have any idea how weird people were before the internet like when we started no, as dog. a culture doing memes together you realize memeing is a universal thing and we, everybody's in on it yeah, yeah. Um, every culture every country every language who knew yeah. who knew but i mean the a concept of a meme was before the internet as in like yeah but not, like not, not the meme that we the general has, but the idea of just this thing yeah the idea of this thing that just kind of pervades through culture and yeah, um, yeah no. but the access and who can yeah. participate like you wouldn't be able to see a meme from somebody in a hut uh in iceland and and relate to it when we were in high school you know what i mean yeah no for sure Uh, it just wasn't it wasn't the way you know what it was it was that people thought i think because like how these secular systems had control over our minds too you thought that you needed to be thinking this one way which was the way of the world and the way of like the almighty of whatever culture you're in and that everything must fall into those orders and the little weird things that everybody else kind of reject yeah. if you find them within yourself you need to kind of like judge yourself for having these things in you and just kind of lock it down and keep it down and unless you're somebody who's trying to very specifically break the mold and maybe you get into like entertainment or comedy or something yeah. you never let this be heard and the internet now has just made people being able to anonymously create an account and just completely unleash the, the, <laughs> the, the terrible beast within them down, like, you know, and then and then they realize oh i'm not the only person that has this terrible beast within me and i know this because somebody else created a meme that speaks exactly to this terrible thing with this, that is within me Yo. and i knew exactly what they meant but yeah that's why the egg thing took out people that are just like yo screw all of you you know mm-hmm. your filtered photos your landscapes your travel pics your cool art your cool photography 
no, all of that sucks. We don't care about that. Here's an egg. like it. Mm-hmm. Some, people, some people just got into it because they're just like, yeah, there are way more people who don't fit into the category of beautiful, traveling all the time, um, influence or whatever, than there are people who do. So then when they see just an egg doing it, it's almost just like, it's almost like something championing the little guy in a weird way, in a yeah, weird, yeah. Kind of, um, weird way. It's just yeah. like, most people, most of those likes come from regular, because most of everyone's, every famous person's like come from regular people who aren't, you know, they're not some world traveler, they're not some major influencer, they're just regular everyday people, so. Yeah, man. The fact of that egg, the egg was almost like a championing to that, like, here is something just so, like, bland and regular, <laughs> being, you know, acknowledged and... I don't really like what you're talking yes. about eggs still, but I understand. I'm sorry, what you're I'm sorry to all yeah, right. I, was, I, was a big, um, I was a big fan. I was a big all, fan. Um, <laughs> disrespecting. All um, Egnonians. Yeah, dog, you need to apologize. That's very insensitive. All, all, all people of the Egg Nation, I apologize. Um, yeah, my remarks may have hurt you. Yeah, I, I was only. I was sorry. foolish. I was young. Um, yeah those tweets you know they will they will i just want to host the grammys again please i mean never mind my bad wrong wrong thing no wrong thing right no all right we accept your apology yo what's sure your social media am i going to have to like live with it for the rest of my life because that's all the internet these things now you i'm talking about this you guys ever feel remember because we did this podcast like five years ago right yeah. Mm. I don't know, we kind of spoke about this, but we did this podcast podcast five years ago and now we're doing it again. Mm-hmm. And does it feel strange like even talking because you like you feel kind of weird to watch what you say in particular because of the environment that we live in now? I and not I'm... to say that like not to say that like you won't say like we'll just say what like we can still say oh, we're not like we're any of us are are going to say anything like crazy. But also because people just kind of take things in like the most insane way you just kind of feel like no not well, that you're conscious to like feel but you just feel like a little more no i get that like it's in the back of your head not that you're like actively like doing it but it's just in that that's in the back of your mind like oh man if i said these things one day someone's gonna dig it up i don't well but yeah i mean i i understand what you're saying i feel like i was mm-hmm. a bit more conscious of that when we're um mm-hmm. when i was uh, asking you guys if you wanted to start up again because i guess yeah. i was looking back at the old episodes yeah i've never listened to any of these episodes so i don't know if we said anything. yo bro i said some crazy stuff uh, in <laughs> yeah, girl, but, uh, yeah to be honest yeah, i was listening listen to episode three matthew just went in i have no oh. idea i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea i have no idea i'm just saying crap. Yeah, i have no but, idea but even back then, yeah. I remember, especially when we were doing that episode when we were talking about homophobia. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, I don't recall being apprehensive about talking about the situation. Yeah. But definitely, like, when I was posting it, um, I was like, oh, snap. What should I call this? I don't know. Like, Jano, did we say anything that people are going to pre away? Or- me and that was five years ago like imagine uh, no forget what well, that's what i mean like i feel like five years ago that would have still been like if something came up so but like no even more so like it's i guess that's what i mean like it feels like you kind of have to be on eggshells 
uh, you're not that you have to be, but that's just the fact that it's just in the back of your mind. Like you kind of like, you know, it's like, oh, uh, this thing is going up in a public forum and a public space. Get yeah. canceled, you know yeah. what what will some yeah because it's just that like this whole weird cancel thing like what will somebody take from this and yeah this is just a podcast and this is like a hour long two hour long thing that you'd be really insane for someone to find one soundbite and define your entire life by but that's what people do with that's tweets what? they just go they dig up a tweet from 10 years ago and they're like this is your entire life no you are now this yeah, tweet. you are now this person you know which is wild though. that's wild to me too that's wild though. like even what happened to Kerry Kevin Hart dog I never read up on that though. I never shoot that. Like you never upon what what part what side of it? People I never upon the fact that static, like, internet. No, well, dog, I'm not even I'm not even afraid to say it because I will say these things. Like I'm not afraid to say that. Mm. Like, I don't. The internet is just a place full of people, so I can't even say the internet should not have. Yeah, yeah. But I'm more just saying that like, individuals, people should yeah, certainly. Yeah, people people like treated it as though like, oh my god, did he really say that? Oh, I cannot believe this guy was not the perfect idea of a human being as I thought he was all along. How dare he? Well, the thing of it, I don't think it's like that. I think it's it's this like that for some people for some sure. people is like that. For like, some people it's definitely the situation of um it's definitely one of those situations where I guess they, they, it's weird bringing something from the past in because even if something happened in the past, especially with tweets, and this is why tweets and like things that are recorded are weird because even though you know this is something from 10 years ago, even if you're in your mind, you're like, or, or whatever years ago, and the person is different because you're seeing it now, this is the first time someone is coming into contact with it, their brain and their emotions and their reactions react to it as if something that's happening to happening right in front of them right now. So they kind of have this weird emotional um, reaction to it as something that is happening before their eyes versus something that is in the context of a person who was a certain way at a certain time. Yeah. But well, you don't think that's you don't think that's a little weird though? Like you well, don't think that's a little weird. Yeah, it's weird, but I under I can it's weird and I I think that the thing is I un, I understand why it happens. I, I don't I can't necessarily agree with I don't agree with the behavior yeah, that way, yeah. but I understand why someone because as I would say I kinda of think it comes again to that kind of like attachment detachment that comes with social media and come looking at things because you you can see a thing and see for um what it is in certain contexts mm. and still and still react to it in an emotion because now everything is about feeling nothing is necessarily about like what the story is what the context is everything how people react about in this day and age is about feeling now. well now, like, the thing is people, I was can watching this. people can literally present an idea of something mm-hmm. and give the exact facts about it and that doesn't really matter because how do i feel about it though and that's what matters that's what's facts that's what's like that's what translates to like being tangible like we don't care about like context we don't care about situation we don't care about like the backstory we don't care about if this person was a good person or is a good person or has good traits or doesn't have good traits no how i feel about this right now and the feeling and like how i'm going to sit down and write these characters out now on this tweet or i'm going to react in this video or in this instagram live is what's is what matters the thing the thing Um, for pre still Mm. is that for the longest time it was it w- feelings weren't accounted for at all it's, oh yeah exactly the, so that's why it's you know, a peak yeah, now. yeah even the idea of the whole idea of social justice 
was watching this video about public shaming and how people were saying like to be a public shamer or to, mm-hmm. to instigate uh, uh, or to call out somebody is yeah. akin to being a vigilante where like the authorities there's no jurisdiction like people can't there's th- certain things that happen that mm-hmm. and also it goes without saying i don't of course don't agree with what he said just for anyone who just yeah but Kevin Hart? yeah oh, I don't, Kevin i'm not Hart. defending or agree yeah i just state in the context of how people view things yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. but pre the pre the thing for the longest time <clears throat> um well there's certain things that happen right uh-huh. and especially when you're talking about like um societal norms and like civil rights and all stuff like things that aren't illegal to do Uh that people do Uh and they still affect people negatively but because it's illegal Uh you know people just bold face about it so now um when you i was watching this thing i was watching where it was talking about how people going more into like the um like the social sciences is like booming no like there are more people in the social sciences than ever before so yeah um when you have a society that before the internet people can just do anything and there weren't any major repercussions because we weren't mm-hmm. connected like that as a as a globe now you have a situation where we are connected um you know um the the, we're at the height of like the the crest of like getting over not at the height but we're like at the crest of getting over racism and um you get what i'm saying like we're at the no, at that point where wait, it's like wait, tipping wait. we're at a tipping point where like you know obama's president obama's president um we have all hip-hop is the biggest music genre in the world oh, naming, we, naming. Is the perception of that, or it's or like the person? Well, it could some part is perception, but socially, mm-hmm. we're in a position where we've never been before in terms mm-hmm. of social um, awareness of of injustice yeah, and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You yeah, know, the rise of um, feminism and like gay rights and and everything is like culminating and the internet is like just a supercharged thing of like everybody now has a voice and can um push for justice for things that aren't illegal but Mm -hmm. that still affect them you know what i mean exactly so like i can completely understand why calling out culture and stuff became what it is the part where i think it's uh harmful is that we negating the fact that human beings yeah human beings grow and um you know people who grow up you know children are susceptible like they they soak up anything that they see around them but if they're in a problematic situation uh, and stuff they're going to take on some of that willingly or whatever willing or unwillingly or unwillingly but people as they grow up and they learn things they tend to change their worldview 
over time. But now because you have the, the record of things following people, yeah, maybe they should be held accountable for it in some aspects. But in another way, we're not preying like the fact that um, if we put, as a society, put this thing on like, oh, whatever you say is up for scrutiny and there's no space for conversation and you know, for scrutiny for the rest of your life too, of, yeah like and that. affecting yeah. for the rest of life that's mm. incentive for people to hide the feelings about things and not share them which isn't really solving the problem in the long run because instead yeah. of having people um you know having an open forum which they can talk about things and change their mind and and stuff like that you kind of shaming people into just saying whatever is is politically correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which you is know a problem I, in yeah. the long run. Yeah, not, that's actually a good question. So, like, now, now that I'm thinking about it, who, because who, who can we think of that in this, like, um, since this cancel culture thing, who can we think of who came? I'm pretty sure maybe we can think of somebody, but who came out? Who was addressed or called off for something? Hey. Apologized for it and kind of recovered for it. Um, like, is there anyone you can think of who's literally like almost re since that like since the the incident has basically re um have re-established the image like and and you know been forgiven and accepted? Care people. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I mean, like, no, you're just one for like, I just, yeah, because I'm trying think to think. I think there of, always like, will be pockets, but like, for instance, a Jim Carrey, right? Okay. Um, John Mayer. Well, yeah, but I, I, the thing is, there's still sex of people who still we'll cancel that. Oh. Yeah, but like, yeah. people, yeah, do, people do it all the time. I think if you, if you acts aren't too mm-hmm. egregious, I think we tend to forgive a lot of things. And also, yeah, too, I think there's a lot of false like people just calling out and saying they have a problem with stuff just because it's uh, and that's politically correct. Exactly. And that is the fake part as well. There's a whole sect of fake people who just, they don't actually care about the people who are being affected. They just want yeah. to be seen in, in the right. Exactly. And they don't want Kevin to win, bro. They don't <laughs> want him to win. No, bro, but that's yeah. a bigger issue. Uh, no, not to call you though. Continue. Yeah. No, no, but yeah, yeah. As in, like, I can no, understand I just, I why people might be know. upset with what Kevin Hart said ten years ago. But like, the fact of the matter is, we need to have a forum where people can show that they change and say, "Yo, all right, I'm sorry." And like, if you holding up people in that way, like, is a is really what what I think it is is like a bubbling of power, and I can understand it and I empathize with. The people yeah. who didn't have any power before and now they have power, they're using it, isn't me? But I think yeah. we're going to come to a point where it reaches a tipping point and we have to um, change how we go about that thing. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it can become as toxic as the same thing that you're fighting against. I think that's right. Because yeah. you guys know about the Justice Smollett situation, right? You guys heard about that? The yeah. Act of Empire. Yeah was the Justice Smollett, who was an actor from Empire who got oh, attacked. Oh, yeah, yeah, the people, yeah, yeah. Chicago, and they, um, they the put a news Yeah, in, yeah in and now, in real. 
Yeah, we exactly like um it was they say it was like some MAGA hat wearing people in Chad um in Chicago. In fact Trump funny is other, probably, yeah, the on. funny other thing is that I saw um going around on Twitter is that like people were trying to discredit it saying that it was a lie, there was no video. I don't know how true all of that was. Yeah. Um I mean I can see why they would come up to that, whether it's yeah. true or not. I mean you should scrutinize one, anything you use. Yeah, yeah. But whether it's true or not isn't the point that I actually want to get to. The point I want to get to is the fact that like going back to the Kevin Hart thing, he had actually when when that happened, he had sent out his support, you know, um, saying, you know, such and such, like, you know, our prayers, you know, the the regular um showing support to each celebrity thing. And like mm-hmm. of course a lot of people kinda came down on him. I was like, Oh, you shouldn't you just shouldn't say you shouldn't have said anything or um you know why did you like this was and it was kind of weird to me because it's like i get where but for people it may and it may very well i don't know if it was genuine or not i can't we don't we never we as an individual will never know a person's hearts or intentions whether someone is being genuine or not so whether it's genuine or not is very is a very difficult thing to kind of um i mean there's some things you can tell when someone is being genuine of course but at the core of it you can't really know when someone is being genuine because um, someone could just be a sociopath and is very good at, you yeah. know, thing, you know, but, um, but yeah, a lot of people came down on him. No, this isn't the time for you to talk, which is kind of strange because a lot of people are asking him to support and show and like show solidarity for LGBTQ um, people. So it was just kind of like, so I guess, I guess the reason why I brought up the question in the first place, who has like apologized for something and actually been rehabilitated way. Did he? John Mayer. Uh, it, what what happened with John Mayer and why is and what John what Mayer happened? told people that his his dick was a white supremacist. You get me? Like his dick was a white supremacist. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think people have forgiven him for that. Then no, no. John John Mayer is forgiven. Just oh, is he? You want to know why? You want to know why John Mayer is forgiven? Because <laughs> nobody remembers that. You want to know why I remember that? You want to know why I remember that? Because I'm a John Mayer fan. No, there are lots of people who remember that. Uh, are you sure? John Mayer is out here shooting lo-fi videos at, at photo studios and people are loving it, bro. People are loving it. People hail John Mayer as a social media genius right now, bro. Well, who, it's, it's, I guess, I, what I mean, I guess even to be more specific for the question, people who were people who felt of like not necessarily like all right except for instance now like um i don't know if you guys like when when um the guy who's a big when name again the biggest youtuber guy the guy has the most food oh yeah Yeah. he he said he called somebody um he called somebody a nigger on his on his thing like not not like my nigger like like, a gamer gamer yeah hard hard er yeah gamer thing oh no he's cancelled and then so then there was a lot of his and, and he apologized. He did a whole apology video. He apologized, whatever. There are a lot of his fans who are like, who are white people, a lot of white people, a lot of other white YouTubers who are like, oh, uh, yeah, we forgive you, man. We know how it is. Like, you know, a lot of them are just, and it's just kind of like, yeah, you guys aren't the ones who need to forgive. You get me? It's just like, I get you yeah, can yeah, get, yeah. and yeah, you sure you can forgive him, um, but like, that's what I mean. So, like, who, who, I have a confession who, to make sense. In the situations of people who have been offended, as, yeah. as have forgive who and they've and they've rehabilitated and have forgiven and they've been forgiven by the people uh, of course there'll always be those people who don't they're not looking for forgiveness they're just looking the thing but i'm just talking about in a more general i can't sense. think of anybody but 
I can't think of anybody, but in terms of the PewDiePie thing, like I wasn't really a, a PewDiePie fan when I first heard uh, of him. Like I never got PewDiePie. Like no, wait, but like no, but this is the thing. This is the weird thing. So <laughs> when I first heard of PewDiePie and I saw mm-hmm. like oh, most subscribed YouTuber and him doing uh-huh. like, playing games and making weird voices and stuff, I was mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, that's weird. Why is people? I mean, I get. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I get with meme culture. I understand why he's popular, but it just didn't seem like interesting content. Mm-hmm. But then over the years, I've found myself watching a few of his videos, mm-hmm. and he there's actually depth to him. You know what I mean? Like he, he creates he created like this reading club thing that I found was interesting, mm-hmm. where he was talking about reading and encouraging people to read, and like yeah. he's like a um wannabe comedian guy sometimes and stuff so like when i saw that nigga thing when he was said nigga like when he he was like playing a game and he got upset and you know people said nigga and i don't know if it's because i myself you know, has have spent you know, nigga. you know it's a real thing no but the reason why the reason why i probably preach a little different right yeah. Not saying that I don't know what's in him heart. I don't know if him actually yeah. whatever. From what I view, he doesn't seem like your typical um thing, you know, racist, big or anything. But mm-hmm. I know that when I used to play TF two a lot and I was yeah. in like um the game of world, world I guess. There all these like little kids. Sorry, I was Oh, Team Fortress too okay there you go. So all these you know little kids and teenagers playing <laughs> you know this is some ignorant stuff and yeah. if you play games long enough not to say <clears throat> not to make an excuse for him or anything you kind of absorb some of the toxic <laughs> behavior <laughs> Uh, no, I don't, I don't. No, wait. Let's hear me for a second. No, let's hear me for a second. Because this is yeah. what I, I was pre. Because I remember there was a point where I stopped playing TF2. <laughs> um, and here's the thing when you play in games, like, you kind of can get into the position where you're using it as an escape mechanism. As I'm saying, I'm not making any excuses for him or saying this is what happened to him. I'm talking specifically for myself. I found playing games was like an escape thing and you get really invested in playing and getting good. Mm -hmm. And like people, when people um, like own you or pawn you, as they say, Like when you're trying to, like when you're actually like getting into it and you're actually trying to win and mm. people who are better than you are better or cheating or, you know, like because gaming culture is very interesting, you know, people yeah. taunt you. That yeah. is a rite of passage yeah. that the people taunt you while they're doing it. And it seemed like in that video, it was one of those situations. And you see when you're in a chat and when you're in voice chat and stuff, Calling people a nigger or a fag or, you know, any of these slurs, that's like a very common occurrence to the point where it becomes like in you where you like, you, I can see somebody who wouldn't normally say it in everyday life mm-hmm. saying it just out of anger out in a game. Like I can see that happening. 
So, yeah, not to make an excuse for him, but just saying the culture, the culture of, of gaming can be like that, where if you get oh, too invested in it, that's what I did. Yeah, if you get too invested in it, that's which I mean, he that's his job making games. Like, I'd imagine he's invested in playing games. Yeah, I get it. I don't. I, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Me. I still don't necessarily agree. Yeah, not making any excuses. Yeah, I still think there's some level of of um of control and thing that a person yeah, should have. I think that there is where I think that there is some kind of responsibility that you have to take. Especially being like, yeah, I get all of that, but like especially no, I didn't even say that so I get it. But um um I understand the thing of something being a culture and whatever, but you still have some kind of you're a grown person. It's a toxic culture. You're a grown man, you have some level of responsibility to know to have some kind of level of self-control because even if something is a culture, even if something is like pervasive, at the end of the day it still comes down to you as an individual making a decision. Whether yeah. that decision was made in heat or not, you still made a decision. You still yeah, um, yeah, yeah. did that thing. So like I get that. Yeah, sure, it might be the culture, it might be something that you're just so exposed to that it just came out. But no, you kind of have to, you know, there's some, and he's, he, I think he, he said that he acknowledged that. Um, I don't think he made any excuse. I mean, he apologized. Yeah, he apologized. But he yeah, apologized. I, mean, I don't necessarily care for the apology or care, whatever. I don't, yeah. I'm not chastising him or holding him to anything. I don't, because it's just, I'm personally not someone who had him up on any pedestal in the first place, nor am yeah. I someone who had anything against him in the first place. I, don't, I just didn't, it's just completely indifferent. I don't care. But for people who maybe did have him upon up, um, having up as, or not even having him up, but maybe just a fan of him, um, I maybe were the type of person to be offended, whether they're a black person or someone who, you know, cares about human beings' existence, um, <laughs> you know, they felt about that, or someone um, who maybe wasn't a fan of him at all and already had a dislike for him, and this was just more fuel, like, how did his apology and his and what he is done from then has that i'm just wondering if like if he's an well yeah, since we brought him up could he be looked at as an example of somebody who has been um yeah. you know what's interesting because yeah. he's he's gotten so much subscribers from the t-series thing you know about the mm-hmm. t-series yeah yeah the, the indian I channel mean, the, the indian channel there always will be sex of people who dislike mm-hmm. him and not and yeah, don't forgive course. him but so the same thing with popularity versus you. fame is like people decide whether you're famous or whatever mm-hmm. and people have decided that pewdiepie is still you know relevant so i mean i guess yeah, that answers itself and the thing is that pewdiepie is allowed to make a mistake like that like i mean maybe in my world i can see that maybe in somebody else's world that's not allowed because we have the internet now yeah, but yeah, but now PewDiePie is allowed to make a mistake. I mean, I mean, again, all right. For instance, like, what do you mean allowed? Yeah, what do you mean allowed to make a mistake? He is allowed to make a mistake. Matthew, you're cancelled. No, I'm sorry. Go on. No. I don't. I don't care. Like, I don't <laughs> care what people think. No, but this is the thing, and it's not to say that I don't think that people should have a moral compass and mm-hmm. that people should know better. And that I don't. It's not to say any of those things. I. <laughs> I personally feel so. I feel like as a human being, you should know better and you should very much consider the things that you're saying mm-hmm. and all of that. However, sometimes an individual makes a mistake yeah. and they go and they do something in a moment in time 
that they probably in their head had a thought, even if for a millisecond, that it was okay and it wasn't okay. Upon this happening now, mm-hmm. they get reprimanded for it and they apologize. Mm-hmm. Now, in my personal opinion, that is life. That's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. That is just life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to bring it back to Kevin Hart for a second. Yeah. I am not against people oh being upset with Kevin Hart about his comments that were homophobic. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely correct. His comments are homophobic and he deserves to be called out on it. Mm-hmm. But I don't like, or what I kind of find a little bit weird, is how people kind of just take up like this whole consequence system upon themselves to try and dispense into the world. Like, he stepped down from the Oscars, right? But at the same time, he's like, yeah, you know, that's the right thing because he should never been able to host the Oscars because he's homophobic. No, he's not homophobic. He, he made some tweets that were homophobic. He apologized for them. Mm-hmm. And you are not in a position to say if this man should host the Oscars or not. No, it may be in the best interest of the Oscars to think in that way because maybe they will lose support and irritate it. All of that is happening. However, Kevin Hart is not all of a sudden some terrible human being because he made this mistake. Whether it's 10 years ago or if it had even been yesterday. It's not like I'm going to be like, yo, dog, I can't believe. No, I can't believe. Don't you know why? Because Kevin Hart sits down to shit like everybody else. You know what I mean? The you know what this also is? I think it goes it. back to like even what Mark was saying before about the likability thing. I yeah. think there's a lot of people who don't like Kevin Hart, so it's easy to not forgive him. Like, I feel like if it was, I feel like people kind of, to be honest, and like a spirit about it, people pick and choose who they want to be angry at. Wait, hold on, guys. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Zine? Yeah. Because I, I agree with some of what you're saying, right? But I, I'm, afraid, I'm afraid that we're not looking at this thing in the broadest of perspectives right so earlier we mentioned r kelly and um because we as a society because we as a society have agreed that pedophilia is an unforgivable offense we've canceled r kelly but because we don't have the same respect for homosexual we're not canceling kevin hart no, don't that's you not think the there's case. a wait, no wait, but is. wait, hold on, because you said something a while ago, Tash. Mm-hmm. I find mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. You're saying that he made a mistake, and Matthew said even if it was yesterday, um, and you said he's not homophobic. Well, the truth is, we don't, we don't, we don't, don't actually that. know. Yeah, Matthew said that. I just want to yeah, that. Matthew said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but we don't actually know because the truth is, like I've seen Kevin Hart do some things that like. I can understand why, you know, if I if I was if I was gay and I saw Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. somebody pull up the tweets and then watching like some even Kevin Hart's movies that come, came out in the last couple of years, I could mm-hmm. understand why somebody might not want to believe him when he said, yeah, "Oh yeah, I'm okay yeah. and I don't, I'm you know whatever." And then I might even be more upset when he says something like. You know, I'm done apologizing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to apologize yeah, because I, he has made jokes. I mean, he says, well, it's not as recent as as last year, but he like, you know, as black people tend to do, mm-hmm. we, black black culture is 
and mm-hmm. hip hop culture is kind of yeah. there's homophobia. a homophobia lying yeah. in it. So if he yeah. makes a joke about oh I don't know what I'd do if my son was gay, you know, mm-hmm. and I came home and I saw him put on lipstick. I don't know, man. I, whatever. Like I could see that as homophobic, and him saying that oh yeah, yeah. I'm not homophobic and don't believe me when I call somebody a fag or whatever. Like, that's not yeah. me. Like I can see somebody saying, "Well, I don't believe you." And, you saw, like, and then he, yeah. and then and like I, also he, he, yeah. he was he got found cheating on his wife. Mm. Um, the yeah, other day. and I'm bringing this up there. because it's relevant. And he yeah. apologized, and we're all like, "Oh yeah, that's fine, mm-hmm. that's fine, Kevin Hart." But then, is it because we don't have the same respect for women that we have for men and the plights of women? Respecting no, like why we're not saying, Oh, all right, like, Kevin Hart is canceled because he cheated on his wife of how many years with his children and stuff. No, but here's my thing like, if I like, yeah, because I don't think I've even plugged my 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 opinion about thing about the thing genuinely. Yeah. So, just just for transparency, my opinion on the situation is I don't think that Kevin Hart is being genuine, and the reason why I don't think he's being genuine is because I don't think Kevin Hart is a genuine person. Whoa. I don't get the vibe of him being That's me personally. I don't know the person. I don't know him generally. I don't know him personally. My personal opinion is that I don't think he's being genuine because I've never gotten a genuine vibe from Kevin Hart. A lot of the things, a lot of the things that he does for me comes off as for oh yeah, this isn't genuine. Like it doesn't feel genuine, like his comments or whatever. Okay. Um, but the thing is, that's just my opinion. That's just how I i perceive him i don't know if that's true i don't know if he really is being genuine it might just be how he behaves and i just read that as that could be something in my own mind i could read that as him being um disingenuous but from what i, I mean, and i'm also somebody who i even been on like most of my friends i don't necessarily find him funny either as a comedian so like there's a lot of leverage for me to there's a, in what i'm saying is there's a lot of leverage for me to say that that you cancel kevin Hart, whatever but my, the aspect of, of, so with all of that, the aspect of that transparency of me not necessarily even just caring for him that much and not thinking he's genuine. My, with all of that and with that feeling and with that said, I can look at the situation and still feel like there is a certain level of, um, there's a certain level of, even if not for him particular, but for how the situation is treated, a certain level of, um a certain level of of what's the word i'm looking for right a certain level of spite because i i because if i'm some if i was someone who if i in myself didn't look at the thing objectively and just came at kevin hart because i don't think he's genuine and don't um like his comedy I could approach the thing from the same way, being like, oh no, him not, I don't think any of his apologies are genuine and I think he's a homophobe for real, so let me just continue laying on. But I don't, even with me feeling that way about him, I'm not going to lay that, I'm not going to lay that nail down Why? on him. I'm not going to lay na- it doesn't um, matter to you? No, not because it doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to lay that nail down because I, even because that's how I feel, I don't know. I don't know if he's genuinely being genuine. I don't know if he's so genuine. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, because it's not that deep. 
deep. No, no, it is that deep. It is that deep. Why is it not that deep, Matthew? No, no, no. It is that deep for some people because some people that deep for some people. It's that deep for some people. I'm saying though, Taj, I don't want I don't I don't want you to come away thinking that what what I am saying is that what he said is not. It was that what Yeah, no, I definitely don't think that. I definitely don't what he said was wrong enough. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. However, the way in which people are dealing with this situation, mm-hmm. right, is as though this man has committed a cardinal sin. Like this is the biggest sin that mm-hmm. a man could commit mm-hmm. by having these tweets. But that's a mm-hmm. misnomer. Okay. But hold on, I'm not even trying to say though, you know that like. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to make it into any type of excuse for this man. You know? mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm just saying that I don't really a hundred percent kind of feel like Kevin Hart should be the poster child of homophobia. You get what I'm saying? Like it's just kind of like there's people out there that I think could be the poster child of homophobia. Yeah, that's and that's, Harris, that's unfair. I definitely Kevin think that's unfair. Harris, that's Kevin tweeted some rubbish. He tweeted mm-hmm. some rubbish, bro. Like that's mm-hmm. just really a hundred percent what happened. Mm-hmm. He tweet Kevin Hart, a comedian, yeah. took to Twitter ten years ago mm-hmm. when Twitter was not even nobody knew what Twitter was even gonna become. And on that old Twitter, just said a bunch of terrible things. And he was wrong. He was wrong. He was reprimanded for it. And he apologized. Then upon asking to apologize again, because it was almost like people were trying, not even, most likely not even people who were in the LGBTQ community. Most like a lot of other people who just was just like, yeah, you know, go, 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 go bend on and apologize again. I want to say that. No, like, like, I'm just like, and I'm not saying I agree with his stance or disagree with his stance. I'm just saying like, yo, like the man is not the poster child for homophobia. Like the man, like, come on, like this, these narratives and all these things that people write. I'm just like, yo, okay. geez, like, I'm going to play like, both. And, 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 that, and, that, and that, I'm not sorry, that just to end it up, yeah, that's just know. my opinion on it. It's not that I'm saying that he's right or that it's not. It's just that in the grand scheme of things, yeah. the way people are trying to make him into the poster child on this, I'm like, it's not as deep as you. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, that's just me. I understand and I agree with, I actually agree with you, Matthew, but let me. Let me um, let me play both sides of, the, of this argument right now, right? Mm. I was read, I was watching this thing about um f- fallacies, right? And in arguments, how people can use certain things to kind of like they use a straw man or you know different types of fallacies to yeah. try to make people other points invalid. And I think the way that you're stating it, I think you it could be set up set yourself up in a way where people can say oh so you're saying that um because he isn't the worst of the worst then he should there shouldn't be any consequences for his actions or he shouldn't be called out or he shouldn't be held accountable for as long as 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 anything right um well if it comes across that way i'm sorry but that's no no yeah i mean i get what you're saying and i actually agree with the thing of saying he's not the person Possible, but like yeah, my argument, awesome. my argument. All right, let me let me bring up two examples, right? So we have R. Kelly, right, and we have James Gunn. You know, James Gunn. 
I'm not sure. The director of Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. Right. He oh, made yeah. some jokes and he made oh, some tweets. Jokes. Pedoph- Twitter, yeah, kind of yeah, some jokes. like pedophilic jokes, right? Yeah, I'm a pedophilic character. And um, basically, Disney and Marvel fired um, James Gunn. And a lot of people were like defending him, including some of the cast of the film, saying, yo, we'd, he's not this way. If you know him, that, that's just his humor. It's a dark sense of humor and it was stupid jokes, but he's not this person. Um, we should not cancel him, right? But then, of course, a lot of people's like, no, give him an inch and you take a mile. Once you make them kind of joke there, we don't even joke them with it, you see me? Cancel that blow, yeah. you see me? Yeah. There's arguments for both sides. The reason why I would agree with you that I wouldn't equate a James Gunn to a R. Kelly is because there's no evidence that he's actually a pedophile, right? So you can be upset and say that, oh, you know, my personal, not saying that everybody needs to accept him or anything, um, but like if you, you make a moral decision and you say, yo, all right, really and truly, I went through some things and I don't even want to support anybody that would even think that's funny, even if it was 10 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I can understand that argument, but I don't think it takes away from the argument that um, you can't equate R. Kelly to James Gunn. Because there's no evidence of him actually being a pedophile, and words are different from actions. And if Kevin yeah. Hart was around, like you know, killing trans women and like inciting violence against gay or people, even or even openly being like openly, if he was openly like being a homophobic person constantly, mm-hmm. then cool. I'd say yeah, cancel him. Yeah, but yeah, even the tweet, I mean, I, I saw, I watched a video and they were talking about the tweets and it was kind of like college, like, you know, that edgelord yeah, humor right. where it was like, you know, so like, yeah. really, I understand, the like, I agree with the defense of Kevin Hart in that aspect, that if you start equating things, it's a very slippery slope to go down. Yeah, the falls, the falls equivalent so, like, so, yeah. yeah, so in that aspect, I agree. But I also understand, like, if somebody has gone through things where in their mind and their energy, they don't want to allow for it to be even okay, I can completely understand it. Like, I'm sure if I, was a, if I was, like, bombarded, like, I, that's the reason why I can allow, like, I will watch PewDiePie and not feel it anyway, because I guess in my life, I haven't been bombarded by racism in the way where it might affect me on an everyday basis right, where I take yeah. the mm-hmm. kind of offense sure. that it would um, um, encourage me to, to reject anything that would offend me in that way but right. I re- it, it doesn't affect me so I'm in that position of privilege and um, I don't necessarily believe that I should close off myself everything that might be that i might find offensive like somebody um there's this girl who i used to go who who went to the high school well she went to wilma's right and um she posts on our timeline she's like a very conservative um christian lady and she was posting about abortion in support of father holang saying that him don't want abortion in jamaica Personally, I believe that women should be able to make the choice that I aborted. Like, if a woman is making a choice that she don't want a child, she'd be able to abort the child because an unwanted 
child for the majority of times i'm sure there are exceptions to rule and now there are people who made the argument about oh well if malcolm x mother did abort him there would be no malcolm <laughs> x but the truth is not everybody going with malcolm x yeah, most people grow up in terrible situations even if they don't get adopted them go in the foster system and them live terrible lives just because them them parents never want them so if a mother is in a situation where she don't want the child it is probably better that them abort the child a lot of times people in the church um especially people who don't have vaginas and don't have to deal with taking care of the children them always make this thing oh don't kill our babies but them don't business about the babies when them turn 13 and them start like easy me live a rough life and them start commit crimes and all that stuff and um you know what i mean like if you're in a situation that horrible and you can spare the life of your child by not having it i believe that's a right you should have you know what i mean so mm-hmm. but i can agree with her posting like i can i'm not going to block her like i thought about it i was like jano because she kept posting like stuff like that and like other stuff that i'm like yo she not even really free life you see me but monago um block her on facebook and not see her post because to be honest it's like yo i feel like i should be um open to seeing people who have a different worldview from myself if only to understand and to empathize with them you know what i mean so that i can in my everyday life be more empathetic towards everybody and you know because that's the only way that we're going to have a better society is if there is a forum for people to empathize with people and even if somebody is objectively wrong like at least you know empathize with them and like have the forum for them to have discussion because you're probably not going to change their mind to the to the objectively right thing um if you shut them out you know what i mean so Mm-hmm. That's my, that's my take. That's, that's, that's just my thing, though. Again, is like the conversation hasn't even begun to start yet, and it's because, and this is my all my my only overarching point. Yeah. But I haven't even gotten to the place of conversation yet because for us, it's more like, oh my god, it is inconceivable that a human being just did this. No, it's not. People do dumb stuff all the time. And you know what? We should just have the conversation about it. But I think what happens to a lot of people, especially people who are in the entertainment industry, and I guess they have to be extra careful. So that's why they shouldn't be caught sleeping any at all. But it's like it happened. And the way people come after them, dogs, is that them say, oh, I don't even really want to have this conversation. Like I might be willing to have this conversation on the inside. But I have to display to you that I am willing to have this conversation. And you're attacking me. I'm not gonna give you. You know what I mean? And he has to do that. He or she or anybody has to do that for their own mental health in that moment because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just like, oh, well, I got caught slipping, and the whole internet now has become Jesus. And I'm like, I just like, come on, like, you know, what I mean? like there are, and for me personally, there are degrees to things. Like many people don't believe in that. Like many people believe in like from you, but. Me, I believe like black in and white. Yeah, they believe in yeah, the I don't I don't believe in the black and white. I never did. You know, mm-hmm. and for me I just believe in degrees of things. Well I get, yeah, and the thing is, you know, it's weird because like you saying that now, right? There's a lot of people who probably will be tripped by that because there is that 
because there is that strong conviction that people have where they think that it has to be either on this side or on that side when that kind of is where the issue lies sometimes or people kind yeah, of that. create this divide of like oh well um because the thing is it's like nothing is ever really yeah so that's why i said like so going back to what i was saying the reason why i even brought up me being transparent about how i, how I look at kevin Hart is because for me to be someone who I, I have no, I have no interest at, not even no interest, I actually don't care for his comedy. I don't think he's a genuine person. For me to say that, I know that in myself and also look at the situation and be like, but this is also ridiculous to the level of like how people are kind of, do you like, yeah. I can feel this way about it, but also objectively look at it and be like, but you guys also kind of being like, at what point does someone get to just, as you say like from something I, from what you say and from Ikempe, as something that is really just a mistake that ton that like tons of people make because i can think of a lot of people who i know who have been around uh, maybe even in my own self situations where we probably said things that just definitely just wouldn't right now if people hear they would be like oh that's you're a terrible person for saying that. like how could you even say that when it was just it's just stupidity and ignorance. It's not. It's yeah, not like your. It's not like some innate hate. It's not some like. I maybe it is some like brokenness and whatever, but it's not something that necessarily you're defining yourself with or you're using to define yourself with. And yes, I can also, which I was going to as well, acknowledge that. Yeah, it's in. It is a big deal to some people because for some people that's a very that's something that's very um, triggering for them or like important to them or something. So like when they hear jokes like that or when they hear things like that it 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 is a big deal to them and they feel very hurt by it but at the same time to be able to kind of like within yourself acknowledge and understand that like there will be people who will do foolish things and make foolish mistakes and and say things that probably they don't actually mean um in the sake of them because it's just like i remember listening to um Chris, I think it's Chris Gethard's podcast. He has a podcast called Beautiful Anonymous. He has um, anonymous people call in and they um, talk about their life stories. And there was this young lady who was talking about her her um, father at the time was her father who transitioned, um, was transgender and transitioned um, to a woman. And um, yeah, she was talking about she was kind of talking about the hard like from her perspective how that felt and how it kind of felt like um i kind of felt like her her father died when he trend who were when he transitioned like it's almost like she lost her father and like you know and get this other person and it was it was interesting because she was very concerned about um when she was telling the story about her father or um her father transitioning who is now her mother i mean who is now a woman um she was very careful about how she felt like she was um offending she felt very she felt bad for feeling that way she felt bad for feeling that she was maybe offending um people for feeling like that for feeling like she lost her father oh, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's a, it's a situation where, um, because it's something that's important to a lot of people, something that's very um, triggering for a lot of people, but it's also something that's very important to her, like that feeling of losing her father, that's an important thing. So when you have 
these um when you have these situations where where um i'm pretty sure even if it's a joke even if it's a joke for for kevin r even if it was something selling stupidity or ignorance it was almost like him trying to in some way reconcile some kind of broken part of him you know like some kind of broken part not broken in terms of like him being a bad person necessarily but broken in terms of like how we've been brought up societally and how you kind of like approach certain situations and like you know yeah. so he sees this thing like oh here's my like so he just made a stupid he makes now let me just say not he just like i'm dismissive he makes a, a, a stupid joke about you know if his son became this thing because of um ignorance and because of uh insecurity and like a, a kind of brokenness that a lot yeah, of us yeah, yeah. people and humans have like mm. uh, and like and also just this, and as i said like this is me this is me coming from someone who i don't think that he's a genuine person but just because i don't think he's a genuine person doesn't mean that he has he doesn't have genuine because me saying that i don't think he's a genuine person doesn't mean that i don't believe he has genuine parts to him it just means that innately i don't believe that the first the things that he puts out are genuine but even me acknowledging that and looking at that can look at somebody who i feel that way about and still can understand like some kind of genuine brokenness yeah. and and yeah, just yeah. foolishness and like making mistakes and stupidity because as even we'll go back to it the Fukan that is false equivalency where when people say dumb things we equate it to people doing dumb actions and we get it that it emboldens people and like, that's a dangerous thing because when we look at trump and like the stupid things he says it emboldens people to to take action and do harmful things so that's the reason why people feel so strongly about the things that we say because even if we are not acting on it it gives if it, it can give credence and give action to people who yeah. would act on it and who would yeah you know, it's a very it, yeah. fine line where you kind of have to tread off just like yeah even if this person was saying this thing and just even this person said something foolishness there still can be a weight and consequence because there are people out there who will go who will cross the line and who do really feel this strongly about the thing so it's the same reason why people with the pewdiepie thing why they were like yeah even like people where white supremacists were using him has as like some kind of like icon yeah. because even though he wasn't doing that they used his words and his actions and his jokes to embolden their thing and their movement and their cause you know it's like oh see the biggest youtuber in the world acknowledges that these people are less than or you know like see like you get me so it's yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. it's still at the end of the day it, like even if it's not that big of a deal to us there's people who it is that big of a deal so just like you came saying like he he can say that he doesn't feel affected by it because it's not that big a deal to him because he hasn't interacted with it but for someone who maybe even that just day was maybe called that in offense to hurt and tear down maybe went on youtube as their escape and was watching that live stream and heard him say that and it was just like could he maybe in that moment just be shut up just like you know this person who i use as an escape yeah you know <laughs> like the person i used as, as an escape basically playing into the same thing i like for yeah for me and it came up for you i mean people don't interact with that necessarily on a daily basis because we're in jamaica and we're in a mostly black country we're not going to feel like as you know thing by that but for someone who maybe interacts with that on a regular often basis even if not directly about that energy they may feel away and we feel like it's going to feel like the biggest deal in the world but then at the same time that person is not that thing that person is not the sum of that but so it's just these two things clashing these two and it's not equivalent they're not making i'm not even me saying that's not even making it equivalent because 
the person who did the wrong and said the wrong is the only person in the wrong. But you also can't go in the wrong by then. Um, you can go. You you can definitely voice your distaste and dis and disgust and and hurt towards a thing. But then you also can't be in the wrong by then. Now using that same energy to um, using the same type of hateful energy to come down on somebody because that that does doesn't help anything. And anyway, that takes a lot. That's easier said than done. Yeah, definitely. Like and then also, um, like going back to the thing you were saying about. The, the lady feeling um, like she's offending people by saying that she feel like her, she lost her father. Like, mm-hmm. the, the truth is, like, a lot of the things that we as a society are going through, um, we have to admit generally mm-hmm. that we don't understand a lot of the things that happen, right? even scientists who are researching certain phenomena and like social scientists who are researching like the way we you know interact with each other they don't fully understand you know and they don't fully understand the far-reaching implications of certain things so like if she feel like she lost her father and she feel like she need to address that like people who are transgender i mean sure they can feel offended but like it would be helpful if there was some level of empathy like oh yeah you know i can understand how this is affecting you and that's the same energy we need to extend in the up in the other direction like Oh, I don't understand this, but I see how it's affecting you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I if, Yeah, and if we we kind of um engage in situations like that rather than like quoting like some knowledge that we heard, because I mean, a lot of times we, we we hear some information and we believe it to be true, or we accept this like it's align with our worldview so we say oh this is right and then we just go and use it but like yo where's a where's a human race we don't really know a lot of stuff you know what i mean like we have yeah. scientists trying to figure it out but we don't know you know what i mean um we don't know what happens after we die we don't know we don't know why this thing develops in this way sometimes and then sometimes this anomaly happens and it's something else we don't know you know what i mean if we if we yeah if we just and i just went along the thing with like all right maybe this is what i believe but i don't actually know then we'd probably be a lot better right you know yeah, no, I and I agree with you. I agree with you guys both, you know, like I don't I personally like in listening to you guys and you know, it's not like I don't understand in any way, shape or form. Oh yeah, no. That there are people out there who feel Yeah, no, we know that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, because I just want to because the thing about this, you know, my my personal opinion on, on this is that we definitely are in transition, as you can be saying, like mm. if we can 
open up the space to understand that like even though you might just be casually doing something or you casually is the way you casually do things or just the way you casually speak or casually say this it might still offend another person then the world definitely would be a better place um i guess for me though it's just kind of like the way things are handled in this day and age sometimes i can find a little bit like just weird you know what i mean like i feel like it's not actually helping us and i feel like it's a tough thing to say because for so many people it's yeah. that yo listen just fall in line right now we're all going through this thing right now where we're on the internet showing everybody that we're so right with the right side of everything like just fall in line kind of thing or get cancelled and it's like yeah but guys there's more to stuff like this like there's more to everything everything is more unique than just okay this looks like this i'm gonna treat it like this no like everything has to be studied like even the point they brought up earlier Sasha, about kevin hart is a black man not, not even the harp on kevin hart but just people mm-hmm. are like showing certain imperfections or flaws that they have in themselves when they have these moments right mm-hmm. my whole thing about this is that I personally feel just by off of the way I deal with my own personal life. Like if somebody does something around me that's not good or wrong, I tend to more most of the time try to understand where that person is coming from. And I will even confront them about it more. I'll be like, yo, you don't think that was kind of like, like why you do that though? Like, but I don't really judge them. You know, I'm not saying that I'm above yeah, anybody else. Or better and I agree anybody. with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's just something that I do. Like I'm more a little bit like, oh, I kind of see where you're in. A, you're yeah, having a moment yeah. or whatever. You're okay. All right. And I think that we've lost that as much as we think mm. we've, we've like become so deep in justice. And uh, no, I think it's just an, a lot of it is an act. Like I just don't. It be, is. I, I agree with don't it. believe. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. believe a lot of people who put themselves on the right side of things. And I will ag- and I'll say why I definitely agree with that. And the reason why this was always my premise. I remember I came up with that. I came up. I just had this thought mm-hmm. when I when it comes to social media. Even like as as like near when when anything when Instagram was a thing back when Facebook was a thing. When I realized how when that kind of like online argument started, and it's a simple thing that if somebody is is a simple thing, right? If somebody if you have a bridging on them and them and you know them have bad breath right mm-hmm. it's two ways to approach it you either go take them one side and be like yo bro bridging good boy yo yeah bread kind of hot <laughs> but not for yeah, anyone else to hear you gotta, take them, it, yeah. you gotta take them one side and tell them that it yo no your breath smells stink. come on yeah. And then there's an approach of being like, while you're all there in conversation with five on, and you could be like, dog, oh, your breath's so stern. <laughs> but you know, you're going to go up there and you're going to yell it. You're going you 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 to yell it in front of everybody. And that's what it looks like a lot of times when a call or culture thing happens. Yeah, yeah, true. Where yeah. someone does this thing, and then probably very ignorant of the thing that they're doing, they're ignorant of the fact that their breath smell bad. But you're going to publicly call them out on it and shame them for it. Now, what happens is that you're going to get two completely different reactions if you were to take that person one side and be like, yo, this is a situation, your breath smells bad. Versus if you confront them about it in public, in front of people, worse people that them don't even know. Let me not even say five people who are your friends, five people who them don't even know. But let's scale that up to the internet. 
to thousands of people that this person um thousands of people down. don't know this person yeah you're gonna get you're gonna get weaponize that bro you're gonna get defensive you're gonna feel you know you're not where and then things go go array like you're not where you're not where you have this genuine exchange so like if it's a situation now where someone like that person who revealed that tweet so instead of them so their thing was like oh i'm going to create a moment for myself by and for this whole thing by exposing this tweet versus like maybe messaging i mean maybe they felt that maybe they did not to say that it is but instead of just like directly messaging the person saying yo i came across this tweet because i'm a weirdo who stalks your timeline down by years 10 years ago but i came across this tweet because i was just stalking your timeline um this is offensive you might want to take this down or like why do you tweet this you need to take this down like delete this whatever you know but no the better thing is to create a moment for yourself and for i make a spectacle of the thing and then address the person so yeah i agree with him i don't believe people i don't i believe people are genuine just like i said i don't believe kevin hart is genuine i also don't believe a lot of people who take that approach of calling out are genuine because a lot of yeah. the times it's a very thin line where it feels like you're doing something for the justice and the rights of something versus for the show and the spectacle of it mm. the fame and the fame, yeah you know so it's just like so yeah i definitely agree with that thing like i know i yeah i agree like i definitely 100 percent do not believe a lot of people are being genuine when they do the call out thing. There's a lot of, I'm sure there are people who are being genuine, but there's a lot of people who, yo, here's a moment that I can create to this. Here's something I can, here's some clout I can get off of doing this call out thing. No, oh, this is the thing. No, I can get my 15 minutes, 15 seconds, however long, um, by doing this. And I'm pretty sure that was that person's, I don't know that person's intent to dig up on anything, but like, I mean, if you're someone who, search back 10 years on somebody's profile to find something that seem you get me that that kind of yeah. mm-hmm. you know yeah even if they never <laughs> manually search you know you can look yeah, you up can, keywords yeah you can look so up they keywords, were looking that for means something. there was an inter- yeah they were looking for something you could, i could literally i could literally go on every famous person's um every famous person's instagram and type in their name and then type in like gay or type in like um abortion and then like find try and search through and scrub through and, and try to find what i can like what what harmful thing this thing also people delete your old tweets why people why do people not delete their own tweet there's like apps to delete your old tweets you know? like why do why do famous people not do that i never got that like i've deleted old tweets i don't even have offensive old tweets and i've just been like you know what i don't care about these things let me clear out these old tweets why do people not delete old tweets i don't get that i never got that but that's yeah, i guess that's, that's a whole real touch give me a second I don't know, delete your tweets. Delete your tweets and save yourself some. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I guess I guess that's a podcast. Matthew, have right. any closing words? Yeah, have any closing Matthew, um, Matthewisms? Matthew, Ideal, Matthew. Idealisms? Idealisms? <laughs> Guys, there is multiple degrees to everything in this world. Just think for yourself. Man, True. man, True. brother, man, <laughs> <laughs> brothers and sisters. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Hello. That was a Saturday Individuals podcast. Thanks. For- yeah. Hey, guys, I have, a, I have a thing to ask. I guess I'll ask you for the call. And right. <laughs> let me stop recording and ask. <laughs> All right. Later.